0: Now presents Mount St. Joseph University basketball. We're 30 minutes away from the tip-off of today's game, and it's time for the Lions pregame show. A look at the upcoming contest and interviews. And now, the Lions pregame show. And a very pleasant good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University here in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com This one tipping off about an hour earlier than expected because of the volleyball doubleheader this afternoon We'll be talking to you about that a little bit later on But today we've got women's college basketball for you here in the Harrington Center where today the Franklin Grizzlies come to town to take on the homestanding Mount St. Joseph Lions Franklin 5 and 3 on the season heading in and the Lions are 3 and 2. The Lions have winners of three of their last four ball games, but that also includes the loss that they had on Thursday night over in Franklin by the final score of 69 to 52. The Lions, as we said, are going to look for a split this afternoon against the Grizz and in the last few games, the Mount has shot the ball abysmally from the floor in the fourth quarter. They've got to improve that. Tonight Thursday night they did the same thing, but they shot poorly the entire contest. They were just 2 of 17 in the fourth quarter and 15 of 68 shooting overall for just 22.1% from the field in that ball game. Maddie Haberty led the way for the Lions though. She had 18 points in the ball game. Chloe Jansen, the point guard, the sophomore here for the Mount Grabbed 10 rebounds, dished out four assists in the ballgame. Destiny Cross for Franklin. She led the way. She had 15 points in the contest, and Jessica Nix had a double-double. She had 10 points and 12 rebounds in the contest. Brittany Ballard scored 13 for Franklin. Meanwhile, CeCe Bailey had a career-high 11 points off the bench, and she's expected to play a big role this afternoon for the Grizz also. Franklin's reserves played a critical role in the win as they outscored the Lions' bench. 22-3 to in Thursday night's ballgame. This is going to be the 40th all-time meeting between these two schools, and it has been lopsided in favor of Franklin. They have won 39 of the first 30, or I should say 35 of the first... 39 ball games against the Lions, and that win Thursday snapped a three game losing streak for Franklin. They had lost at Hanover and Transy, then lost at home to Transylvania before beating them out. And to start the season, Franklin ran off four consecutive wins, and that was wins over Rose, then two over Defiance, and then they won against Hanover. And after today, well, both of these schools are going to have just Two games left in the regular season before the tournament begins on February 23rd. There has been no announcement as to who's playing who yet in the Heartland Conference Tournament. It will begin on Tuesday night, February 23rd, with the bottom eight teams playing basically in the quarterfinals, if you want to call it that. There will be two teams that will get a bye, and then games will continue on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday will be the championship game and they will be going on at the highest at the team with the highest seed and it was just a blind draw so that should be announced coming up later on next week but the lions we told you they've got two games left in the regular season this Friday they're going to host defiance here at the Harrington Center that game is going to tip off at 5:30 on Friday night then Saturday they round out the season with a game up in defiance and that game will be somewhere in the area of around 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. These two ball clubs, they met twice last year. They split. Each team winning on the road. On February 19th here at the Harrington Center, Franklin won easily by 15. 59-44. to Haberthy had 20 in the ballgame. Jansen 11 across for Franklin. Led them with 11 points in the ballgame. And then in the first game, which was on December the 4th, well, that was at Franklin, and the Mount came away with a six point victory seventy four to fifty eight in the contest your coaches for this evening's ball game dana Hagenjoss Hagenjoss in her seventh year eighty four wins against seventy seven career defeats. She is 61 and 47 against the Heartland Conference. She's the ninth head coach in Franklin women's basketball history. She was a former standout player, if you remember, for Division III DePauw, and she was also an assistant coach there for ten years. And they were constantly a national championship contender. In her second year, Hagenjoss posted a 19 and 8 record that included a 9 and 1 mark inside the Spurlock Center, their home floor, and the Grizzlies earned a victory against nationally ranked DePawn. that had to feel good for Hagenjaws as she picked up that victory. Dan Benjamin in his seventh year at the helm of the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Last year, the Lions barely missed out on the tournament. This year, of course, they'll be in it. He's got a career record of 50 wins against 106 defeats. When we come back, we're going to preview the volleyball games this afternoon starting at 4 and 6 o'clock. We'll also tell you what's happening around the Heartland Conference and Men's and Women's basketball basketball and hit the standings. When we come back to the Harrington Center in Cincinnati after these timeouts. This is the story of a boy who didn't talk for a long time. The boy liked things to always be the
1: same. Any changes would scare and upset him. The
0: unknown was an unfriendly place. boy was very sensitive to lights and sounds, so he built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in.
2: The boy didn't like looking people in the eye. He wasn't trying to be
0: mean, it just made him feel uncomfortable. Sometimes he would flap his arms again and again. One day I found out I have something
2: called autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I found my voice and learned all the way I could live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime
3: of difference. Learn the science at AutismSpeaks.org. At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions.
0: Dave Mitchell back here at the Harrington Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good to have you along this afternoon just prior to this afternoon's ball game between Mount St. Joseph and the Franklin Grizz. Our next broadcast game is coming up on Friday, and that will be women's basketball. That will be Defiance right here at the Harrington Center. The Yellow Jackets and the Lions will tip off at 5.30. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 5 o'clock. And then our next broadcast game is scheduled to be Saturday afternoon. That will be the Defiance Men coming down here. And that game should tip off at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We'll be on the air with a pregame show at 2.30. While Rose Holman battled Mount St. Joseph for five sets on Tuesday night and nearly three hours in women's volleyball action before falling on a senior night heartbreaker, the scores were amazing. 23-25, 25-18. 22-25, 22-25, and then the Mount came back to win the last two. 25-22 and 19-17. That was on Wednesday night over at rose Holman. The win by the Mount moved them to 8-3 and three overall. They're 5-1 and one in league play heading into this afternoon's contest. They're going to play a doubleheader against Manchester today. Those games are going to start at 4 o'clock. And then the second game will be at 6 o'clock. You'll be able to watch those games on YouTube. Blake Watson will call the action for you on this afternoon, beginning at 4 o'clock. And that first game will be the conference encounter. There's a lot of action going on around women's college basketball on Thursday night. But before we do that, let's talk about what the men are doing today. The men are... are heading over to Franklin to play this afternoon. That game's going to get underway here at 1 o'clock also. And the Grizz, well, they came into the Harrington Center on Thursday night and defeated the Lions by a 73-64 count. Fort Grizzlies finished the night in double figures with Peyton Mills and Ismail Jones tying for the team high with 17 points each. Mills added 11 rebounds for his seventh double-double, while Jones' night set a new career high in scoring for him. Brady Thomas scored 25 points, while Devin Young grabbed 12 rebounds. Franklin shot 50% from the field. They were 30 of 60 from the floor, while limiting the Lions to just... 43% from the field. 25 of 59 in the ball game. Also reaching double figures was freshman Ty Wright. He's an outstanding player for Franklin, let me tell you. He's got 10 points in the ball game, as well as Matt Krause, who had 16 points and also grabbed 16 rebounds in the game. Franklin dominated on the glass. They out-rebounded the Lions 43 to 25. And they're going to play again this afternoon. That game's going to get underway. Same time as this one, but over in Franklin. The Lions now... One and ten on the season, and Franklin moved their record on the year to five and four. Elsewhere on Thursday night in men's college basketball around the Heartland, there was just one game that went to overtime, and it was Transy pulling out a five-point win in OT, 89 to 84. Last night around the league in men's college basketball, it was rose Holman defeating Manchester 79-56. Bluffton lost at Anderson, 85-76, and the defiance erlen game was canceled. Now today in college basketball, this game tipping off at one. Transylvania also tipping off at one at Hanover. And at 3.30 this afternoon, Rose will entertain Manchester. Anderson goes to Bluffton, and the Earlham Defiance game has been canceled. As far as women's basketball is concerned, on Thursday night, there was just the one game, that was Franklin, winning by the final of 68 to 52. And then on Friday night, last night in action, there were four games that were played. Uh, actually there were four games played that are reporting, and one hasn't reported as of yet in women's basketball. We don't know why, but the Anderson-Bluffton game does not have a uh, result here on the computer. But in other games, last night, Transylvania defeated Hanover 87-67. And then Transylvania, well, they've got two scores here for Transylvania, so that's why we've got four games. So what happens when you get here late and you don't proofread what's happening on the computer. Anyway, Defiance... Defeated Earlham 52-49 in women's basketball last night. And Manchester lost to rose Holman at home 52-39. Around the league this afternoon in the Heartland. Here's a look at the schedule. This one gets underway at 1 o'clock. Then at 2 o'clock, Bluffton will play at Anderson. 6.45 tonight. Manchester is at Rose-Hulman. And Defiance goes to Earlham. And that game will be at 7.30. So here's a quick look at the conference standings heading into this afternoon's ball games first of all this is the men's conference standings and keep in mind the conference really means nothing everybody's getting into the tournament so they're taking the overall records and that's how they're Allegedly seeding the teams, but nonetheless, though, everybody will go into the tournament. Bluffton is on top of the conference with a 10 and 2 record. They've won, they've lost 2 in a row, Bluffton has. Rose Holman is at 7 and 2, then comes Anderson 6 and 3, but Anderson's won 2 in a row. So's Franklin, and they are at 5 and 4 heading into this afternoon's action against the Mount. Hanover at 4 and 4, Transy's won 6 in a row, and they are 6 and 6 on the season. Manchester 2 and 7, then Defiance at one and five. Earlham's lost four in a row. They're one and five on the year. And then the Mount is at one and ten heading into this afternoon's ball game at Franklin. In women's basketball action in the Heartland. And taking a look at the conference standings, Bluffton's still on top of it, but they've lost two in a row. They're 12 and three on the year. Then comes Transy at 10 and five, but they've won four in a row. So both the men's and women's team for Transylvania, hotter than a firecracker. The women have won four in a row, while the men have won six straight. Franklin? Five and three, they snapped, as we told you, that three game losing streak on Thursday night against them out. Then comes the Lions at three and two. Hot on the Lions, heels Anderson at four and three, along with Hanover also at four and three, but Anderson has won four in a row also, so keep an eye out for them. Rose Holman at one and three, then comes Manchester at three and twelve. Defiance one and six, and Earlham has played only three games this year, and they are 0 and three, and in the bottom, of the conference. I'm Dave Mitchell. We're just minutes away from this afternoon's contest between Franklin and Mount St. Joseph. When we come back, we'll talk with head coach Dan Benjamin of the Mount right after these timeouts. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade. And Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCoHOST. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCoHOST.
1: Look around you. One in four kids in the U.S.
0: faces hunger.
1: It's not always easy to see the signs. But in this land of plenty, there are kids that don't know where they will get their next meal. Join Share Our Strength in Food Network and take the pledge to end childhood hunger here in America by 2015. Learn how at NoKidHungry.org. Their next meal could come from you. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: Now we're about 12 minutes away from the tip-off of this afternoon's contest here at the Harrington Center in Cincinnati. I'm Dave Mitchell. And, of course, if you were with us on Thursday night, you saw that the Heartland Conference has adjusted their attendance policy. And today you're going to see some people in the stands. The other night we had about 40 students in the stands for the men's game. Today, not as many, but still about 12 minutes away from the tip-off of today's game. So you're going to see some people in the crowd here this afternoon. Franklin heads into this afternoon's ball game with a record of 5 and 3 on the season. They were 14 and 13 a year ago and 7 and 11 in the Heartland Conference, but they came on at the end of the year under head coach Dana Hagenjoss. She's in her seventh year. 84 wins against 77 defeats as the head coach of the Grizz. She's 61 and 47 against the Heartland Conference. They are 3 and 1 at home this year. 2 and 2 on the road and they haven't played on a neutral floor as of yet. Junior Destiny Ross leads the Grizz in scoring at 12.7 points per ball game. She's playing just 23 minutes a contest, though, so she's making being very efficient with the points that she scores per minutes played in the ball game, and she's only putting up nine shots in the contest. Ballard is scoring at nine points a game. Franklin was scoring at about a 62-point-per-game route until they ran into Transylvania a couple of weeks ago. And Transy held the Grizz to under 60 points, 55 and 52 in their two meetings. Their next game is going to be Friday night, and that will be at Manchester. That game tips off at 6 o'clock up in Manchester, franklin averaging 63 points a game heading into this one they're giving up 60.3 points per ball game defensively they're shooting at 41 percent from the field 23 percent from three-point land 69 percent from the charity stripe and they're grabbing 43 rebounds per ball game the lions three and two winners though of three of their last four last year they were seven and eighteen six and twelve in the Heartland under seventh-year head coach Dan Benjamin. 50 career wins for the Bear and 106 defeats. They are 2-0 here at the Harrington Center, 1-2 and on the road. And they want to get back into the win column today after that downer performance that they had on Thursday night, the 68-52 loss to Franklin over in Franklin. And they want to get into the win column heading into the final Weekend of the regular season and we had a chance to talk with Bear prior to this afternoon's ball game about this afternoon's ball game. Dan, just minutes before this afternoon's ball game with Franklin, I want to move back to last Thursday night. Team just did not shoot well from the field and that seemed to be the downfall in the ball game. How did you view it after you looked at the films and going into today? Well,
4: we definitely didn't shoot well at all. Uh, across the board, not one person really stood out. Obviously, Maddie had 18, um, and we had Chloe had 12, but we didn't share the ball well enough, and we had nine assists. And that's one thing we talked about before the game is keep being unselfish and make that extra pass. And for some reason, we didn't do that Thursday night, and uh, we got out of our realm of the offense and taking what they give us, and uh, started having to chuck up some shots late in the, in the shot clock. So that doesn't help a team when you know you're already struggling shooting, but. Uh, we watched the film. Everything that we did is definitely fixable. So the girls are excited about that, and we're going to see what we do today.
0: You know, the one thing that you guys do very, very well in this offense is move the ball around the perimeter to find the open shot and make the defense move. And it sounds like that's not what you did on Thursday night. Absolutely, we didn't do that. We we uh,
4: threw some late backdoor cuts and we missed some early backdoor cuts, but we didn't uh, we didn't get our feet in the paint in order to move the ball around. And then we didn't make that extra pass, like I said. And when we did, it's ironic that we showed the girls. We made the extra pass on the backdoor cut. We wide open three and knock it down. Defensively, what was the problem? We were everywhere. I don't even know if we were playing the 2-3 zone or if we were playing uh, fourth grade zone. We were everywhere. Our girls were just everywhere. We couldn't get them to settle down. Um, they kept uh, we, we kept overloading one side with our defense. All they had to do was skip it in their tall, so they were easy skips. So we had to educate our girls on that. Um, and we think we're going to be better prepared to going into the day, um, and that, uh, you know, our defense will settle down, but, the, I mean, we were all over the place, and we were guarding space and not people, and so we, we kind of figured that out a little bit in film, and we're hoping that we make the right corrections. Dan, though,
0: we talked off tape. You guys have played at such a high level for the last three, possibly four games, if you want to add in that fourth game, that... Every team is due a downer, and, the, and this was one of them, but it depends upon how you bounce back. Right. You're absolutely
4: right, Dave. We, uh, you know, we came out of the gate playing transy, back-to-back, bluffed them back-to-back. We didn't get Rose, uh, obviously, because of the fact they had COVID, and we didn't get Hanover because we had something going on with us. Um, but even if we play Hanover and Rose, those are all tough teams in our conference. They're all you know championship-caliber teams. And then we come out with Franklin, and Franklin's a championship-caliber team as well. So, you know, it's good to have that challenge, but, uh, you know, we learned a lot on Thursday. And you're right, every team's going to have a down down game, but we were just hoping that not all the players would have a down game at one time. If we could have just had two or three of them, you know, hit a little bit, we'd have probably had a little bit different game.
0: What's the key for you this afternoon to bounce back in this one?
4: Well, obviously we gotta make our shots when we're open. And the other thing is we gotta play good solid matchup zone. If we can keep them off the boards a little bit more, cause they're tough, they're on the boards, they got 51 rebounds, we had 37 Thursday. If we, you know, five one way or another, that changes that. And that's five possessions and who knows what can happen. So we got to keep them off the board and we got to run when we can run. That, for some reason we looked awful tired on Thursday night and I don't know why because we gave them a nice easy week. So hopefully they're ready to play and uh, I wasn't too disappointed in the loss. I just was more
0: disappointed that we didn't get anything going in our favor. Defensively, are you going to be able to tell right off the bat the first couple of minutes of the ball game how, how you're going to be looking? I think so.
4: I think so. We'll know. We'll, uh, we'll see how quick we settled in and made our adjustments, and uh, if we didn't, we'll have a timeout and have another discussion. <laughs> Destiny Cross, she's a tough girl to stop. She is. She is, but we're not going to stop her, and that's what we try to tell our kids. Don't focus on stopping somebody. Focus on containing them. Okay. If we can contain her and don't let anybody else go off, then you got a chance no matter
0: who you're playing. What do you look at for the rest of the year? I know next week you've got Defiance, of course, this afternoon's ball game. so three games left heading into the tournament. What are you looking to improve upon with this team heading into tournament play? Well, I'm hoping that the, the girls that are coming back
4: from uh, injuries and COVID will get in and get some more minutes and get quality minutes because they have to get on that floor and see what's going on. It's one thing to be on the bench. It's another thing to be out there doing it. So we're hoping we can bring those three or four girls along because uh, that just gets our bench a little bit longer and allows us to uh, get more rest with our starters. So we're hoping they'll come along. A couple of them are returning uh, players for us, so hopefully they'll come along a little bit more today. Um, we had one play 19, 20 minutes. We had one play about seven or eight. It was our first game back, so we're hoping to get more out of both of them, but it's got to be quality as well. It can't just be minutes.
0: The last couple of times that I've seen you, and then I looked specifically at this, on uh, Thursday night's ball game, you've had a tough time shooting in the fourth quarter. Is that because of the shortness of the depth on the team, or what is the reason behind that, Dan? I, I don't know because, you know, we used the same five against
4: Transy. We used the same five against Bluffton. Uh, we were able to pull those games out. So I think it has a lot to do with, one, not making shots, and, and number two, uh, you get tired when you don't make shots. You know, when you make shots, that gives you more energy. And, uh, and you know, Franklin's physical and it was a physical game there Thursday night and we had a couple girls that had to come out late in that game because it was physical and they had some bumps and bruises. So we're hoping that, uh, we don't uh, get any more and that we can match their physicality and, and, and take it to them a little bit more. But uh, we, you know, no excuses. We got to make shots and when you don't make shots, it doesn't matter. Three out of four. Let's make a four out of five. Oh, I would love for that to happen. Good luck today, Dan. Thanks, Dan.
0: Back here at the Harrington Center, that's Dan Benjamin, the head coach of the Mount St. Joseph Lions. Who, right now, if you're looking onto the floor with us here this afternoon, obviously there is some perspiration, some moisture on the floor here at the Harrington Center that we have never seen before. So, not sure if there's going to be a delay in the start of this one or not, but they are trying to get everything wiped up on the floor. Both teams went into their locker room. You can see the Mount actually uh, sitting on their bench right now, and Franklin just came back out on the floor from the, uh, the locker room, so they're going to put an extra five minutes on the clock, and we'll get a chance to, once they get the floor mopped up, then they are going to put, as we said, another five minutes on the floor, on the clock, and they'll have an opportunity to warm up then. So we'll find out what's going on here when we return. Hopefully we'll give you a report. We'll do that when we return right after this timeout. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10.
1: Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Street. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get yeah. moving!
3: Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love.
0: Well, this might be interesting for the first couple of minutes of this ball game because it was obvious Franklin does not want to go out onto the floor. They've wiped up whatever the problem was on the floor from earlier and they've went over the floor with actually mops and towels and everything for the last 5 minutes, but Franklin when they first came off the bench and walked out onto the floor after it was all done, they didn't feel very confident about being out there. And then Dan Benjamin got out to center floor and told both teams to start warming up again. And they are. So this might be kind of interesting to see how Franklin is going to adjust to this floor heading into the first couple of minutes of the ball game, Because right now, they do not appear to be very confident out there while shooting. Just minutes before... This afternoon's contest. We told you our next broadcast game is scheduled to be Friday night here at the Harrington Center against Defiance for the Mount. That game, keep in mind, that's a tip-off of 5:30, and we'll be on the air with the pregame show Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Lions three and two heading into this afternoon's ball game, but shooting has been their problem all year long. They're going to head into this one shooting just 32% from the field, and that is actually towards the bottom of the Heartland Conference as far as team shooting is concerned. They're shooting 31% from three-point range, so just one percentage point less from three-point range than they are for the entire field. And they're shooting 77% from the charity stripe heading into this one, grabbing 37 rebounds per ball game. They are averaging 60.8 points per ballgame offensively and defensively. They're giving up 62.8 points per contest. So your keys for this afternoon's ballgame, very simple, for the Lions they need to get back out into what they have done and done well. And that's move the ball around the perimeter and get good shots, good shots selection and good open shots around the perimeter and when they work the ball around the perimeter That's when you'll find that the defense is moving and the defense makes mistakes, and that's what they like to have happen. And don't get the shot clock down to where they're throwing up a shot at the end of the shot clock. Make sure that you're getting the good shots with an opportunity to crash the boards and hit the offensive rebound. And the other thing is they've got to make shots in the fourth quarter. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They have not been able to shoot the ball very well, and you would think, Just with the law of averages, that the Lions would shoot the ball better than the 22% that they shot at Franklin on Thursday night in that 68 52 loss to the Grizz. For the Grizz, the keys for the ball game for them dominate inside. That's what everybody wants to do to the Mount. They know that they've got a height disadvantage, so they want to pound the ball down low. They'll try to get Destiny Cross down low, add to her 12 points per game average, and they want to move the ball around the perimeter and try to get the Lions out of that 2-3 zone. As you heard Dan Benjamin say before the ball game, they played the 2-3 as they always do, but they were playing more of an area than they were the matchup that they had right in front of them out of that 2-3 zone. They don't want to do that. They want to make sure that they play the player that is right in front of them when they're guarding somebody out of that 2-3 zone. It's a matchup that Syracuse has used for years, and they've won a national championship with it. So, hey, it seems to work, and a lot of teams don't like to play the zone anymore. The Lions have gone primarily with the zone this season. So. We're about ready for basketball action here from the Harrington Center as we've got everything set and ready to go. It is the Franklin Grizzlies at 5 and 3 on the season, taking on the Mount St. Joseph Lions at 3 and 2 in women's college basketball. I'm Dave Mitchell. The tip-off is coming up next here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Been listening to the Lions pregame show, a comprehensive look at the upcoming Lions game. Mount Saint Joseph University basketball is next on Ultimate dot
3: At Mount Saint Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable private school setting. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions.
0: The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. This game is being brought to you by Mom and Pop's Business Funding, call 513-970-5531. Iron Sharpens Iron in Cincinnati, call 513-748-1538. The Wishbone Tavern on Dow High Avenue, the Mount St. Joseph University, and Forex Bulls make your dreams come true. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the floor for this Lions game. Time here from the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount Saint Joseph University in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Good to have you along today on talk.com. Women's college basketball. Dotting the schedule here today, as the Franklin Grizzlies, at five and three overall on the season, take on the Mount Saint Joseph Lions at three and two heading into this afternoon's contest. Time now to check the starting lineups for this afternoon's ball game, and let's check it out first of all for the visiting Franklin Grizz, who will come into the ball game as we said with that record of five and three on the season. They will start at the forward positions. Number fifteen. Destiny Cross. Cross is a 6'2 junior out of Lafayette, Indiana. She's a forward, number 15, averaging 12 points per ballgame. Cassidy Yant will be at the other forward position. Yant comes into the ballgame, and she is a 5'10 senior, and she is averaging 8 points a game. Jessica Nix in the backcourt, number 20, Nix. Is a 5'10" junior from Martinsville, Indiana, averaging 10 a ball game. Brittany Ballard is the other another guard, I should say, number 11. She's a six foot junior out of Columbus, Indiana. As we said, she is number 11. And at the other guard position will be. Let's check it out and see who they are going to start here this afternoon. And that should be number 23. And that'll be Taylor McDaniel. McDaniel will be number 23. And well, we don't even have her on the roster, so we're assuming that 23 is going to be Abby run at the forward. So let's check out the starting lineups for the Mount St. Joseph Lions. For the Lions, they will start at the forwards. Number 21, Cameron McCool, a 5'11 junior. At the other forward is number 15, Carly Dalton. Dalton, a 5'9 sophomore. In the middle is number 44, Aaliyah Huff, a 6'1 senior. And in the backcourt, Chloe Jansen, number 24, a 5'7 sophomore. And Maddie Haberthy, number 3, averaging the team, averaging 18 points a game, leading the team in scoring. She is a 5-5 five, five senior. So it's McCool, Dalton, Huff, Jansen, and Haberthy for the Lions under Dan Benjamin in his seventh year as head coach of the Lions. 50 wins and 106 defeats. Dana Hagenjoss in her seventh year also as head coach of Franklin. And she has a record of 84 wins and 17 defeats. It is Huff. Check out McCool in the center circle against Destiny Cross, and the ball is tipped into the backcourt to Jenna Gates, who's starting the ball game. She's got the ball, and we are underway. Franklin going from right to left across your computer screen. With the basketball, Franklin, they get the ball to Knicks over to Gates, right of the lane to cross. Cross down on the baseline, hooks it back out front, and it goes to Gates again. Gates with it on the right-hand side to Ballard. Ballard underneath gets it off the cross right corner. She's going to launch the three from the corner, hit the front iron. Nope, and the rebound chased down on the floor to... Jalia Fair-Harris. Harris will bring it across the timeline. Harris starting today in place of Aaliyah Huff, so they're going to keep Huff coming off the bench. Cameron McCool's going to drive it to the hole, lay it up for the purple and gold. No good. And the rebound taken down by Destiny Cross. Cross will get it up the floor into the front court, and it goes to nicks, Ballard gets it off the cross back to Ballard, left wing for the three won't go, and the rebound battled four on the floor, and Cameron McCool will come away with it for the Lions out of that two-three up to Dalton, into the front court top of the key to the right of the lane, now back out front, it goes to Chloe Jansen Jansen here in the first quarter, a minute has passed off to McCool, back to Jansen into the left corner to Julia Fair-Harris for the three, got it! That thing may have glanced off the top of the backboard and fell in, but nonetheless, it's a bucket. And the Lions behind Harris take the lead at 3 to nothing. Coming the other way, Nicks tried to get the ball underneath on a nice feed. But it went right off of the feet. And already we have got a problem with the roster that we have here. We have no 41 that is on the roster for Franklin. With it is McCool. Kicks it off to Harris. Same spot. Three again for Jalea. Got it again. Jalea Fair-Harris with six, and it's 6 nothing. Mount on top of it. Coming the other way is Gates. Gates gets it over to Ballard. Ballard presses it over to Cross. Cross with it, right of the circle, down right of the lane, all the way to the hole. Put it up in front of McCool. Glass rim, no. Cross got her own rebound. Back up, and a body up foul will be called on Cameron McCool. So the foul is called on McCool. That is her first personal, and the first team foul against either team. And Cross will go line left, shooting two shots. Puts the first one up around the rim, and it won't go. Cross came into the ballgame shooting 58% from the stripe. And the second one by Cross is up. No good again. She missed both of them. And the rebound taken down by Carly Dalton. Only well, to we figure out Cassidy Yant is number 41 here today. And Jansen took it all the way to the hole, missed it, and Cross got the rebound. Gets it up the floor to Knicks. Knicks right wing. Back out front, Gates. Back over to Knicks on the right side. Baseline right. It goes to Cassidy Yant for the three. No good. Cross got the offensive rebound. Kicks it off to Knicks. Tried to throw it underneath the cross. who wasn't looking. And the ball is intercepted. By the Lions. Up the floor. Maddie Habercy gets it into the lane. To McCool. Back over right baseline. 15 footer by Dalton. Got it. Dalton with two. Franklin down on the scoreboard at eight to nothing. Into the front court comes Gates on the right sideline. Knicks. Check out Ballard, excuse me, Ballard spins to her right, stops, pops it from 15 right wing. Noah, good, and the rebound chased down by Yant. Yant will dribble it out into the corner and then tried to throw it over to the right side and it went right by Yant not a of Second turnover of the ballgame committed by Franklin. Into the contest now is Lindsey Frije. Frije, a 5'9'' senior out of Indianapolis, checks into the ballgame and sitting down is just connects With the basketball, Jansen lines with an eight point lead in the first three minutes of the first quarter. McCool gets it off to Harris. Harris left of the circle for three. Missed everything that time. And Friesi grabs the rebound. Freeze will get it up the floor into the front court to Gates. Hooks a pass underneath the end. Stolen away by Jansen. Jansen will bring it up. It's three on two up the left-hand side. Kicks it off right corner to Haberthy for the three. Missed everything again. And the rebound taken down by CeCe Bailey. Bailey had 11 points in the game Thursday night. That's a new career high for her. And she just checked into the ballgame, and Bailey has it on the right wing. Bailey hooks a pass back out front and gets it down on the left baseline to Yant. Underneath pass, nice feed underneath. It goes to Bailey, no good. And the pull back out by Frigi, though. Friesi gets it off on the right-hand side to Gates. Ball up, no good. And Bailey got it back inside, and Bailey walked with the basketball. That's three turnovers so far in the ballgame. Against the Lions or against Franklin so far early in this contest. So getting the basketball back is Mount Saint Joseph, and Joe Jansen will bring it across the timeline. Jansen into the front court with the basketball, feeds it left side to Aaliyah Huff, who's into the ball game. Put it up left lane, up and good. Huff has got her first two, and the Lions lead it ten nothing. Into the front court comes Franklin. Franklin feeds it off right of the lane. Goes to Bailey Torrance, and Torrance was fouled, and Torrance will give the ball back to Franklin underneath their own bucket. And that's going to be a foul, I believe, called on Aliyah Huff, and they will say that Torrance was in the act of shooting. So that's the first foul against Huff, and going line left is Torrance. Torrance... On the year, shooting 75% for the strike. Came in averaging eight a game, and she drills the first one. So that gets Franklin on the scoreboard for the first time today at 10-1. 5.47 to go in this first quarter. Second one by Torrance is up, and that one's good also. And that makes it 10-2. And Jansen will bring it across the timeline. Feeds it across to Haberthy. Back out to Jansen between the circles. Jansen with it. Between the circles on the right sideline now. Feeds it off to Huff, right of the lane, backing in. Kicks it out to Julia Fair-Harris. Harris looked for the three. Now dribbles to the free-throw line with the left hand. Kicks it off to Dalton, left wing for this 18-footer. Got it! She was just outside the three-point mark. They'll give her the three. She's got five, and it's 13-2. Mount, they come out scorching from the field. And Haberthy playing good defense up the court to Gates, and Gates for a right by... Ballard and out of bounds. That is four turnovers early in this game unofficially. 5:14 to go in this first quarter and it's 13 to 2. 13 to 2, Lions with the basketball right at the lane, it goes to Huff, Huff into the circle, right-hand hook shot, no good. Rebound loose on the floor and it'll be a foul called, I believe. And that will be on Huff, and on Aaliyah, that will be her second personal. Third against the Lions as a team. As we hit the five-minute mark of this first quarter. 13-2, Lions on top of it. Bringing it up for Franklin is McDaniel gets the ball underneath on the right side and laying it up and in as Bailey Torrance. Torrance with four, and it's 13-4. Jansen pulls up 14-footer in the lane, crawls around the rim, falls off, and the rebound knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Huff, and it will go back to Franklin. 4.36 remaining to go in this first quarter. And the Lions lead it by nine. 9 Going on over in Franklin, Franklin early in the first half, 13 minutes to go in it. They lead at 10 nothing in the men's game. Out on the right-hand side, is Ballard put up the shot, no good. CeCe Bailey got it back, and she walked with the basketball. Unofficially, I have Franklin with five turnovers, and officially they have got seven. Early in this ball game, and now we get the media timeout here in the first quarter. 419 to go in the first. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 13, the Grizz 4 on UltimateSportsTalk.com.
1: Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstree. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Yeah. Get Dayton
3: Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love.
0: Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone, and your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at ISI-PT.com. That's ISI-PT.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Haley Scott checking into the ballgame now for the Lions, and she's got her own personal fan grouping across the way here this afternoon. Haley Scott. 5'7 junior out of Oak Hills High School. they got a couple holding some signs up over on the far side. Taking it, Jansen all the way to the hole. No good. Rebound taken down by Franklin. And it's taken down by Torrance. Torrance will get it up the floor into the front court. And it goes to McDaniel. And laying it up and in is Torrance. She's got six in the ball game the other way. Comes Haley Scott, and Scott drills it from three-point range outside at the left wing. So Scott with her first three of the ballgame, and the Lions lead it by ten again, 16-6. Bailey right corner for Franklin against the 2-3. Bounce pass underneath the torrent. She'll lay it up and in, and she's fouled. Boy, it is frantic out there on the floor so far here tonight. Absolutely frantic. The pace. It's 16 to eight. Torrance will go to the line. She is two of two. Got a couple of rebounds. Missed the free throw, and she's got four points in the ball game. And bringing it up on the right side is Cameron McCool, and McCool drills the three-pointer. McCool, her first three, and it's 19 to eight. Lions so far shooting 50% from the field in this first quarter. With it is Ballard. Gets it back out front to McDaniel. McDaniel with it. Back to Ballard. Left wing against the 2-3. Boy, the Lions are really active defensively this afternoon. With it is Bailey. Left corner. Eight on the shot clock. Left of the lane it goes to Torrance. Torrance will put it up. No, but a foul is going to be called on the Lions. So the foul called against the Lions and that will be on Chloe Jansen. That is her first personal. And the fourth against the fifth against the Lions as a team. So going line left is Torrance. Put it up and in. Torrance missed the first free throw of the afternoon. She's got five in the ball game. And she comes in shooting 75% from the strike. Second one good again. Torrance leading the way for Franklin. She's got six. Bringing it up is Haberthy. Haberthy with the basketball between the circles, speeds it left wing. And it goes to Turner. Turner back out front to Haberthy. Around a round of pick by McCool down to the left wing. Picks up the dribble. She's going to shoot the 15 footer. Guy! She just inside the arc. Haberthy with her first two, and the Lions lead it by 11 now at 21 10. Into the front court. On the right hand side is Turner. Duncan, excuse me, and getting it underneath on the play to Torrance and laying it up and in is Torrance. Torrance has got eight in the ball game, leading the way for Franklin. She's keeping them in it right now. Jansen with a nine-point lead at 21 to 12 kicks it back out. Haley Scott left of the circle for three, drilled it again. Haley Scott has got six. And the Lions lead it. They've doubled up on Franklin 24-12 here in the first quarter. Two minutes stolen by Haberthy. Haberthy reached around. She'll take it all the way to the hole. to lay it up. Won't go. And she's fouled on the way to the bucket. And committing the foul is Taylor McDaniel. McDaniel with her first personal. And that is the first foul against Franklin. Now crosses back into the ball game. So is Yant. And Knicks for Franklin. Right now, Franklin acts shell-shocked. They don't know what's hit them in this first quarter. Ellie Oldendick is into the ballgame for the first time. Oldendick in, and Cam McCool leaves. and Haberthy hits the first free throw. She's got three in the ballgame. She had 18 on Thursday night. Eyes the second one. Haberthy put it up and in. She's got four. Lions up by 14, 26-12. This is the most points the Lions have scored in a quarter this year. With it on the left-hand side, goes Duncan. Duncan stops, pops a 12-footer, missed everything. And Jansen pulled down the rebound, or a foul called on the rebound. Lions have grabbed five rebounds early in this contest to 14 for Franklin. So they're getting out-rebounded, but Franklin right now shooting just 28.6% from the field while the Lions are at 56.3 and 75% from three-point range on six of eight. They are scorching early in this first quarter. Bringing it across to Jansen from left to right. It's a bounce pass to Oldendick. Back to Jansen. Long three. Missed that one. And the rebound taken down by Nixon reaching in and trying to tie up Nixon, It will be a jump ball. They're called a jump ball as Haberthy reached in and tied her up and the alternating jump ball will give it back to the mount. So they'll run a 1-4 down low to get it in. They inbound it to Jansen. Back to Haberthy. 10-footer left baseline around the rim and in. Haberthy was 6-28-12 and Dana Hagenjoss not sure what to do and now reaching in and a traveling violation is called against Franklin. Not to say Hagenjoss doesn't know what to do because obviously she's a very successful coach, but boy, right now, the way the mount has come out and just attacked Franklin in this first quarter, the entire Franklin bench is just shell-shocked right now. 28-12, Jansen. Left of the circle to Olden Dick. Now back to Jansen to the free-throw line between the legs. Dribble. Looking. Gets it on a nice back door to Turner. And Turner got fouled going to the bucket. And she'll go to the line shooting two on the foul by Jessica Nix. That is her first. And just the third foul against Franklin. So going line right is Turner. Shelby Turner, the 5'5 freshman, put it up and in. Lions got outscored 22-3 off the bench on Thursday night. Turner, the second one out of Pendleton, Kentucky High School. The freshman put it up and in. She's got two on two of two from the strike. Now Haley Scott leaves the ball game with those two threes and an 18 point lead 30 to 12 back in Jalea Fair Harris Lions still in that 2 3 they've got Haberthy on the off the floor right now giving her a breather on the left hand side nicks nicks 16 on the shot clock to cross left of the circle for 3 rimmed it in and out no good rebound take it down though off the floor by Yant and Yant missed the bunny and then reaching in and a foul is called And that's going to be on Jessica Nix. Again, her second personal. And that's the fourth against the Grizz. So the next one will put the Lions to the line. Enter the ballgame again. Bailey Torrance. Torrance with eight points. Takes the place of Nix, who has to leave with those two fouls here in the first quarter. Harris, sideline right. Looking underneath, finds Olden Dick. And Olden Dick walked with the basketball. Check it. That's Breitfelder. Excuse me. Breitfelder committed the turnover. That is the first turnover of the game committed by the Lions. Half a minute to go in this first quarter. With it, Franklin gets the basketball on the right side to Yant. Not across. cross, high-low action. They get the ball underneath the Torrance. Laid it up, no rebound out of bounds off the hands of Yant and goes back to the mount. Four of 17 from the field for Franklin. 23. 0.5%. They came in shooting 41% from the field, so you know this is not going to stay this way. Haberthy's back into the ball game for the last second shot. 18 seconds to go in the first quarter. Harris will bring it across the timeline into the front court. Harris top of the key. Stops, behind the back dribble, 10 seconds to go in the quarter. Off to Haberthy, around a pick, gets it to the left wing. She'll shoot it from 15 and around the rim, no. Rebound taken down, back out to Harris, at the buzzer, at the end of the quarter, got it! Jalea Fair-Harris with three... Three in the first quarter, including the one to end the quarter, and it gives the Lions their biggest lead of the afternoon. Your score at the end of one, it is Mount 33, the Grizz 12 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore. It's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University.
1: What do I want? I want what every woman wants. I want to ride a dollar breakout before the Bank of China makes a move. I want actionable trade ideas, top-notch support. And by the way, since size does matter, I want to trade in a market that's bigger than the others. I want to trade the world.
0: Trade your account today with Forex Bulls. Call 513-970-5531. Dave Mitchell back here at the Harrington Center. 33-12, mount on top of it here in the first quarter. And yes, you did hear that correctly. 33-12 at the end of period number one. Ohio State beating up on Indiana this afternoon. The fourth-ranked Buckeyes, with 11 minutes to go in the ball game, leading 54 to 40, and going on over in Franklin right now in the men's game. The Lions have clawed back into it. They're down by five, four and a half minutes to go in the first half, 27 to 22. Lions start out the second quarter on defense. Angelia Fair Harris commits the foul. That is her first personal, and that will be the first against the Lions. Franklin is out on the floor. Yant, they've got Gates back out onto the floor. Ballard, Cross, and Torrance. Torrance leading the way and scoring for them with eight points so far. With the basketball, Franklin down into the corner. And it goes to Yant. Yant down to Ballard. Ballard right of the lane to Torrance. Walked but got into the lane and put up the shot, and it'll count. Well, she shifted pivot feet. And the bucket will count, and going line left will be Torrance. She's got 10 in the ballgame. She is 5. Check out 4 of 5 from the line here tonight. 9.39 to go in this first half of action. Torrance put it up, hit the back iron, bounced high, and fell through. So Torrance now with 11 in the ballgame, and the Lions lead at 33-15. They cannot let... Franklin get off on a run. With it is Haberthy, right wing. She's going to pop the long three. Missed everything. Missed it wide left. And the rebound taken down by Torrance. Torrance will clear it up the floor into the front court by herself. Got it on the left-hand side to Yant. Yant, left of the circle, down onto the left baseline to Torrance. on a cross, 15-footer around the rim from the left of the lane. Got it. Destiny Cross, her first two, and it's 33-17. All of a sudden, it's now a 16-point lead. Franklin coming out with the same reckless abandon that the Mount did early in the ball game. With it is McCool, left of the lane, all the way underneath the cross, and cross-blocked the shot. Clears it off up the floor to Gates, now into the front court to Ballard, and got the ball stolen away by Jansen, and Jansen is going to use a timeout as she fell to the floor. So it'll be a 30-second timeout taken by the Lions. to go in the first half of action. It's the Mount 33, the Grizz 17 on ultimatesportstalk.com.
1: Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes, college sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity. And we're working to provide it for every student athlete.
0: Well, another Division I college basketball scores this afternoon. Florida State, ten minutes to go in on that one, leading by four over Wake Forest, 60-56. Update on that Ohio State game, they're leading now over Indiana by 13, 54-41. Oklahoma State beating up on Kansas State, 55-45. Loyola of Chicago winning big over Drake. Loyola, the 22nd ranked team in the country, 60. Drake, 42. 6-19 left to go in the ball game, and or in the first half, excuse me. And West Virginia winning by a point over Oklahoma, 21-20. to Going on in Franklin right now, 32-24. Two minutes to go in the first half. Franklin on top of the Lions Here it is 33-17 After that timeout taken by Dan Benjamin And the Lions have it to Chloe Jansen Gets it off to McCool, long three Missed off the front iron And the rebound taken down by Yant Yant tried to get it over to Gates And it was knocked out of bounds by Haberthy So Franklin will regain control 8.30 to go in the first half of action Bringing it across the timeline is Gates into the front court. Goes off to Torrance. Torrance hooks a pass out to Cross. Ball knocked free. Picked off the floor by the mound. Up the floor is Julia Fair-Harris. Now spins it back out. Top of the key to Jansen for the three. Hit the back iron. Front iron. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Gates. Gates will get it into the front court. Up the left-hand side to Yant. Back to Gates. Now back over to Yant. Left wing. Yant yeah, kicks it back out front to Gates. Gates against the 2-3. Hooks a pass over on the right-hand side to Ballard. Ballard now down into the corner to Yates. Put up the shot no good. And the rebound taken down by Carly Dalton. Lions getting out-rebounded in the ball game at 20-9. But they're still ahead of it on the scoreboard. McCool left of the lane. Out to Jansen. Left corner for the hierarchy three. Hit the back iron. Nope. And the rebound taken down again by Franklin. And that's Torrance. Torrance will get it up the floor to Gates into the front court. Now suddenly both teams have gone cold with it as Torrance lobs it underneath the cross, put it up against Dalton. Dalton blocked it out of the air, gets it off to Haberthy. Haberthy behind the back dribble to Jansen. Jansen picks up the dribble. Now out to McCool, all alone for three. Just graced the front iron. And the rebound taken down by Destiny Cross early in the game has got five rebounds up the floor Torrance she'll throw it up with a right hand good as she was falling down so Torrance has got 13 in the ball game and it's a 33-19 lead the Lions have not scored here in this second quarter Jansen with the basketball off to Julia Fair Harris nada McCool right of the circle bounce pass to Jansen on a nice backdoor Laid it up no good and the rebound taken down by Gates Gates will get it into the front court. Got the ball knocked free and stolen away by Haberthy. Haberthy will bring it up on the run as cross trails. Tried to get a pass underneath. It's knocked back into the hands of McCool, and then she threw it right into the hands. Of Ballard, and now Franklin wants to use a 30-second timeout. We will also. 6.26 to go in this first half. It's the Mount 33, the Grizz 19 on a timeout on UltimateSportsDark.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, the Lions have put up seven shots in this second quarter. They've missed all seven. Five of them have come from three-point range. Meanwhile, Franklin, three of five from the field for 60% in the second quarter alone. With the basketball, Leslie Frije. Frije's back into the ball game. Gets it over to Ballard. Around the rim on the left-hand side. It goes to Libby Baker, who's into the contest now for Franklin. Double teamed on the sideline, Frije, gets it back over to Baker, right corner. Baker looking, looking, can't find anyone. Five on the shot clock, gets it back out top side to Ballard. Long three, drilled it. Wow! Boy, that was an NBA three. She's got five, and it's 33-22. You knew Franklin was going to make a run, and this is the run. Lions have not scored in this second quarter. With it is Jansen, left elbow. Gets it off to McCool, back to Jansen, laid it up and in. There's your first bucket of the second quarter, and the Lions lead it by 13 again at 35-22. Libby Baker gets a bounce pass to Yant. Yant looking around, now dribbles on the right side, hands it off. On the right side to CeCe Bailey. She'll put it up with the left hand, forced it up, no good, and the rebound taken down by Jansen. Chloe will clear it off up the floor over the head of Haberthy and out of bounds. That is three turnovers on the ball game against the Mount so far in this contest. Bringing it across the timeline will be Baker. Baker across it. Between the circles, gets it on the right-hand side to Frije. Frije, right wing, now back out front, Yan. Yan hounded over Frije, right of the lane, it goes to Ballard, hooks a pass over to Frije, right corner, dribbles right baseline, puts up the layup, no good off the front iron. Rebound taken down by McCool, she'll clear it off to Jansen. It's three on two. Jansen behind the back, dribble, kicks it off to Haberthy, left corner, kicks it out front, now to Fair Harris. Harris with it, into the left corner, Jansen for the long three. Got it! Jansen with five in the ball game, and it's 38-22. Lions again by 16. 4:35 to go in this first half. Baker with it, hounded by Haberty on the left wing to Friesie. Friesie with it with a left hand dribble, kicks it back out front, goes to Ballard left wing three, got it. Ballard getting hot. She's got eight on two threes. And it's 38-25, Lions by 13. Coming the other way from left to right, it's Harris. Fair Harris with the basketball, sideline left. Looking underneath for McCool, can't find her, but she's well covered by Bailey. Now back out front, Jansen. Hands it off to Haberthy. Haberthy bounce pass to McCool, back to Haberthy. Top of the key to the line, to the lane. She'll throw up the shot. Missed everything, and a foul called on the drive. And Haberthy will go line right on the foul. Taken by Yant. That is her second, and that's the first against Franklin as a team in the second quarter. Lydia Henry into the ballgame now for Franklin. Henry out of Springfield, Greenon High School. She's a 5'10 freshman as Haberthy drills the front end. She has got seven. 4'02 remaining to go in this second quarter of play. 39-25 mounts. Second one by Haberthy. Good again. She has got eight in the ballgame. Had 18 on Thursday night. 40 to 25 lines by 15. Into the front court on the left hand side. Franklin throws up the shot from the left wing by Henry. No good. Rebound taken down by the mount. Coming the other way. Haberthy. 18 footer just inside the arc. Got it. Maddie's got 10. And it's 42-25. Coming the other way is Henry. Henry gets it over on the right hand side. Now to Bailey inside the lane. Tried to feed it in too. Ballard, turnaround shot from 12 in the lane, got it. Ballard has got 10 in the ball game. As now they've got two players in double figures. Torrance with 15 and Ballard with 10. Coming the other way, Jansen gets it off. To Shelby Turner for the right baseline three, no good. And the rebound taken down by Franklin, Lydia Henry. Henry clears it off to Libby Baker. Baker takes it all the way to the hole. Threw it up with the left hand falling down. Got it. Boy, when it rains it pours like it did in the first quarter for the Lions, Baker's got her first two and the Lions lead it by 13 again. Haley Scott back into the ballgame for the Lions. With it right in the circle it goes to Cam McCool. Gets it back off to Maddie Haberthy. Pump fake. Looking underneath to McCool in the lane. She'll put one dribble. Lay it up with the left hand. Good. McCool has five. Lions lead it by 15 again, 44-29, 235 to go in this first half. On the right hand side, Libby Henry. Henry, Lydia Henry, and a foul reaching in will be called on Maddie Haverton. That's her first personal. And the third against the Lions as a team. Chloe Jansen will get a breather. Angelia Fair Harris is back into the ball game with Shelby Turner. Haley Scott Haberthy and McCool right wing for the long three taken by Franklin's Friszi no good rebound taken down by the mound up the floor it goes to Scott on a nice feed underneath the Turner blew the layup and the rebound taken down by Franklin and the long up court pass almost stolen by Harris but taken down By Ballard. Gets it off to Freezy, Laid it up. No good. And the rebound taken down by McCool. Here we go the other way to Fair Harris. Harris stops at the right wing. Gets it off top of the key to Haberthy for the three. Around and out. No good. And Bailey took down the rebound. This is one of the fastest-paced ball games we have had this year. With it is Baker on the right wing. Now to Freezy Underneath all alone. Bailey put up the shot. Blocked by McCool. Blocked again by McCool. Bailey again. Bailey again. Got it. Boy, Bailey kept fighting for it, and McCool kept fighting for it, but Bailey came away with a bucket. 44-31, Lions by 13, Harris the other way. On the left side, Haley Scott, now back out to Harris, top of the key, McCool. McCool looking underneath, back out front to Harris. Harris around a pick by McCool, gets it to Maddie. Maddie with a minute 20 to go, 9 on the shot clock. Maddie around a pick by McCool, she'll take it to the hole, got the ball knocked free, and a foul, reaching in, called against Franklin. 1.15 to go in this first half of action and it has been wild here in this first half. Now Cross is in Torrance is in for Franklin and also in Lauren Pendleton, a freshman, into the ball game for the first time So with the basketball, right in the lane, McCool. McCool lost it, 17 on the shot clock Gets it off to Harris. Harris lost the handle, but regains the dribble. Top of the key. Ten on the shot clock to Jansen. Jansen bounced past the McCool. Left elbow. Gets it over into the right corner for He Got the ball knocked free and out of bounds. It was last touched by Franklin. It will stay with them out. Four on the shot clock underneath the own bucket. Putting it in play will be Jansen. Jansen now is the official's... Not sure what Hagenjoss is arguing about with the officiating crew but now they come over and have a couple words with Kevin Hamilton who's one of the assistant coaches here for Franklin putting it in play will be Jansen she'll inbound the ball to Scott back to Jansen put up a shot partially blocked on the play by Friese and it's pulled out of the air and now a double dribble will be called against Franklin I think Pendleton heard the buzzer go off and she picked up the ball and then dribbled with it again. 52.8 to go in the ball in the first half. Putting it in play, Jansen. Inbounds it, back out front to Julia Fair-Harris. Harris with the top of the key. Shot clock at 25. Hands it off now to Haberthy As The Lions will pull it out and wait and try to get a good shot here. The other way comes Haberty, right wing. Now to Scott. Long three by Haley. Missed it off the back iron. Her first miss of the day. And Baker took down the rebound. Baker will bring it the other way. Lost the handle. Taking it up. She's hounded by Harris. Gets it into the front court, though, but to Torrance. Torrance double-teamed and an offensive foul called on Torrance as she threw some elbows out of the double-team. Torrance picks up her first personal, and that's just the second So the Lions, with 24 and a half seconds to go in this first half, can go for the last shot. Bringing it up, Jansen. Jansen, 18 seconds to go in the half. Jansen, right wing. Jansen cross court, left corner to Haley Scott. She's going to shoot the three. Missed it off the back iron. Fair Harris got the rebound. Eight seconds to go in the half. Seven seconds. Jansen, top of the key for the long three by Chloe. No good. Rebound comes down into the hands of Torrance, and that will do it for the first half of action here from the Harrington Center in. Cincinnati, Ohio, and it has been crazy throughout the first 20 minutes of this one. Your score at the half, Mount St. Joseph 44, the Grizz 31 on ultimatesportstalk.com.
2: They say that great teams are built on teamwork, unity, and camaraderie. They say that great teams succeed when everyone's voice is heard, when everyone's included. Laugh together, build together. We lift each other up. They say it takes a lot of hard work to be a great team.
1: So we say, let's get to it. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask you a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name. Uh, my name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Who's oh, gone? Hello, my name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available? Hello, my name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. Just been rented. Hello, I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Ali. I'm Tuan Volk. Hello, my name is Nojay Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. Alright, thank you. Yes, hello, my name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What is? Yes. Really? Housing
4: discrimination
1: course, is illegal. If you
4: think
0: you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call us. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade. And Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after. Send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCoHOST. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCoHOST. Well, this one has been wild and woolly ever since the opening tip about a half an hour ago. And it's 44-31, the mount on top of it here by 13 over the Franklin Grizzlies. The Lions jumped out on top quickly and very efficiently hitting 55% of their shots on 7 of 10 from three-point range early in the ball game and they built themselves a 21-point lead heading into the second quarter 33 to 12 but then franklin mounted the comeback they shot 8 of 16 from the field in the second quarter for 50% and they were 2 of 5 from three-point range for 40% hit both free throws that they shot in that second quarter, and they pulled within 13 at 44-31. If you're Dana Hagenjoss, the head coach of Franklin, you're happy with where your team is right now. You don't want to try to eliminate the entire 21-point lead that the Lions had at the end of the first quarter in that second quarter of action. You just want to try to cut it in half, and that's basically what Franklin did in that second quarter was cut the Lions' lead down to 13, almost in half, from what they had at the end of the first quarter. Now you do that at the end of the third quarter, and then you put yourself in a position to win the ballgame heading into the fourth quarter of play. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll take a look at the Division One college basketball scoreboard and... Go over the stat story for the first half of this afternoon's ball game when we come back after this.
2: What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space. Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth. Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look
4: back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes.
3: You realize them.
0: Well, going on over in Franklin in the men's game, it's halftime. 36-29, Franklin on top of it there by seven points at the end of the first 20 minutes. Devin Young is leading the way. Excuse me, he's got six points. David Luer leading the way for the Lions. He has got seven points in the ball game. And let's see what else has happened for the Lions as we scroll down. Brady Thomas has got nine. David Lures seven. Devin Young, six. Avery Paddock with four. Tanner Close three. Cluckston and Batay have come off the bench but have not scored. Ismail Jones and Sam Gutierrez, along with Ty Wright, lead the way. Those three have scored seven points each for Franklin. Then comes Matt Krause with five. Carter Crow four, along with Danny Goggins. Peyton Mills, two. Colin Yark and Nate Webb have come off the bench for Franklin, and they have not scored in that first half of action. So your score at the end of the first half over in Franklin, 36-29. Franklin on top of the Lions, so they're in a position to win their second game of the season. As far as the Division I college basketball scoreboard is going on this afternoon, no finals as of yet, but as far as what's happening on the court, 4.50 to go in the ball game Florida State losing to Wake Forest that would be a big upset 70 to 68 Florida State came in ranked 17th in the country Ohio State leading now by 16 over Indiana with 4 minutes to go in the ball game 73 now it's 17 73-56 the fourth ranked Buckeyes on top of that one Oklahoma State Winning by 11 over K-State, 67-56 with a minute 21 to go in the ballgame. Two and a half remaining, Loyal of Chicago beating up on Drake today, 76-50. to At halftime, West Virginia and Oklahoma are all knotted up at 31. Oklahoma came in ranked 12th, while West Virginia, Bobby Huggins' crew, they came in ranked 14th in the country. Later on this afternoon, 16th ranked Tennessee will be at LSU. TCU goes to 13th-ranked Texas. Also this afternoon, Michigan State will entertain 15th-ranked Iowa. Georgia goes to 11th-ranked Alabama. Mizzou entertains Arkansas. And Rutgers will take on Northwestern. Those are games this afternoon. We'll take a look at the stats after this. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com, Mount St. Joseph University, and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at nine during the baseball season. Minute by minute scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event, all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsStock.com every day for your sports fix.
1: As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Sea I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough is to be brave. So many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthroughs. You, the patients taking part in clinical trials. You, the scientists doing next-level research to beat cancer. You, the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, clinical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up for cancer.
0: Our next broadcast game coming up Friday night at five thirty as the Mount Will Entertain Defiance. We'll be on the air with the pregame show, the Lions pregame show, at five o'clock. That's coming up on Friday night. And don't forget tournament action starting on February the twenty third. That is a week from Tuesday night. Individually for the Lions in this ball game, they have been outstanding in the contest. Three, six, eight players have scored in the ball game, out of the 10 that have played here this afternoon. Maddie Haberthy leading the way with 10 points on 3 of 8 from the field. 0 oh, of 3 from three-point range, though. She's 4 of 4 from the line. Maddie's grabbed a rebound, had an assist, and four steals in the first half in 19 minutes of play. She picked up one personal foul. Five points each. Carly Dalton with five on 2 of 2 from the field. One three-pointer. And... She's grabbed two rebounds in the ballgame, had a block shot. Cameron McCool, five points also on two of six, one of three from three-point range. Three rebounds in the ballgame for McCool, three assists, one steal, one block shot. She had a personal foul and a turnover in 16 minutes. She just sold popcorn at halftime if they were selling concessions here today, too, the way she's been playing today. Chloe Jansen, five points on two of 11 from the field, one of six from three-point range. Three rebounds, four assists, two steals. One personal foul, one turnover, in 19 minutes of action. Both Haberthy and, ja- and Jansen played 19 of the possible 20 minutes in the first half. Jalea Fair-Harris, nine points in the ball game, three of four from the field, and that's three of four from three-point range, so she hit all three three-pointers. Two rebounds, three assists in the ballgame for Jalea in 15 minutes of play. Shelby Turner, two points on all of one from the field, but two of two from the line, and an assist in the contest. Six points going to Haley Scott on two of four from the field. That's what she shot from three-point range. Two rebounds in eight minutes of play. And Aaliyah Huff, two minutes in the contest on one of two from the field. She's got two fouls in just a couple of minutes of playing time. Breitenfelder and Olden Dick each played three minutes total, but did not score, did not shoot in the ball game. As far as the Lions are, for a team, they're 15 of 38 from the field for 39.5%. 8 of 21 from three-point range for 38%. 6 of 6 from the line for 100%. They committed three turnovers in the first half of play, committed eight fouls, blocked two shots, had seven steals. 13 assists compared to 3 turnovers. Outstanding assist to turnover ratio. 16 rebounds in the first half of play. Now for Franklin in the ball game. They were led in that first half by Torrance. Torrance had 15 points. Bailey on 5 of 6 from the field, 5 of 6 from the free throw line, 5 rebounds and an assist in the contest. Ballard had 10 points on 4 of 8 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3 point range and a rebound, an assist and a steal and then 2 points each going to Destiny Cross on 1 of 5 from the field, 0 of 2 from the free throw line but Cross did grab 6 rebounds in 10 minutes of play 2 points to C.C. Bailey, 1 of 4 from the field and 6 rebounds so they've gotten 12 rebounds out of their center position here this afternoon and 2 points going to Lydia Baker on 1 of 1 from the field that was that outstanding left hand layup that she was falling down and threw it up and in Baker also grabbed a rebound and had an assist in six minutes of play in the contest. Franklin 12 of 13 from the field for 36 and a half percent. Two of nine for three point range for 22 percent. Five of eight from the stripe for 62 and a half percent. They grabbed 30 rebounds compared to 16 for the Mount. Doled out just six assists though in comparison with 15 turnovers in the ball game. They had. One steal, two block shots, seven personal fouls in the first 40 minutes of play. Your score here at the end of the first half, the Mount 44, the Grizz 31. The Mount will have the basketball to start the second half. I'm Dave Mitchell. Second half action is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com.
1: Ever think of light bulbs as being cool? They are
4: if you choose energy-efficient bulbs and fixtures that have earned the government's Energy Star label. They're so hot, they're cool. Because they burn cool and last up to ten times longer, you save money and oodles of energy. Change a light, help the environment, save some green. The solution is as close
1: as your nearest lamp socket. Brighten your environmental future. From the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Welcome to today's game. This is Paul Keels, and you know how much I love broadcasting the podcast, but I also love high school sports. On
0: behalf of the OHSAA, let's all do our part to set a good example and make this a fun and safe experience for the kids involved. I know this game means so much to the players, coaches, and
4: fans. but the high school sports are about much more than the wins and losses. They teach life lessons that will
2: be with the players long after their playing days are over. Good luck to both teams, and remember to respect the game.
0: Well, a yeah, good crowd here this afternoon, considering the fact that they are only allowing students into the ball game, and they've got to undergo the COVID protocols coming in. But just a great crowd here, and wait till football begins in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, we'll have some good crowds for those at Schuler Field. 44-31, Mount on top of it by 13 here in the second half, and. Over in Franklin right now, the Grizz have opened up a 10-point lead in the men's game. 17-15 left to go in that one. 43-33 in that contest. Franklin comes out with Knicks onto the floor with Cross, Gates, Ballard, and Yant. Mount will have the basketball to open up the second half, going from right to left across your computer screen. Jansen is out on the floor with Jalea Fair-Harris, Carly Dalton, Cameron McCool, and Maddie Haberthy. As we wait till the 20 minutes are up and they reset 10 for the third quarter, here we go to start the second half of play from Cincinnati. With it is Jalea Fair-Harris brings it into the front court. Man-to-man put on by Franklin on the back door. Nice feet underneath the Chloe Jansen from Cameron McCool. Jansen with 7 in the ballgame and the Lions back up by 15 at 46-31 with it on the left baseline is Yant Yant will dribble it up to the left wing feeds it off into the left corner 2 Cross, Cross will put it up with a left hand shot left of the lane up and in Destiny Cross came in averaging 12 points a game she's got 4 now pass, Harvethy had it stolen away by Nix all the way to the hole laid it up and in Mixed with her first two. And the Lions getting a little careless with the basketball as Jansen had to run that one down near the timeline, and she'll reset the offense. All of a sudden, it's a 46-35 lead. With it is McCool. Backdoor to Jalea Fair-Harris. Threw it right by her and out of bounds. First turnover of the second half against the Lions. 9:02 left to go in the third quarter. 46-35. Franklin down by 11, but they're bringing it across from left to right. Into the front court, Gates on the left side to Nix. Nix looks left, goes right between the circles to Ballard. Now to Gates. Gates with it against the 2-3. Hooks a pass out front to Yant. Yant hooks a pass on the right side to Gates. Gates lobs it right elbowed across. Into the left corner, it goes to Yant for an 18-footer. No good. And Maddie Habert, he chases down the rebound her first of the afternoon. Brings it all the way, coast to coast. Laid it up with the left hand. Good. Aberthie with 12 in the ballgame, 48-35. Up the floor trying to go to Cross. Cross gets tied up by Dalton, throws her to the ground, and they're going to call a jump ball, and it will remain with Franklin at this end of the floor. Lions got the basketball to start the second half, so Franklin gets it on the alternating jump ball with 8.35 to go in the third quarter. Gates will put it in play right of her own bucket, lobs a pass way out front. Between the circles to Ballard. Ballard crossover dribble on the left-hand side. Yeah, looking out front, goes to Gates under the center circle. Hooks a pass to Cross at the free-throw line. Drives right of the lane. She'll put it up with the right hand. Got it to go. Destiny Cross with six. And it's 48-37 again. An 11-point lead for the Mount. Eight minutes to go in this third quarter. Into the front court is Harris. Bounce pass right of the circle to McCool, looking for that back door again, kicks it off into the left corner to Dalton, dribbles up left of the wing, down to McCool, left of the circle for three, rimmed it in and out, and the rebound taken down by Nix. Nix will bring it the other way, she'll drive her around Jansen, and a foul will be called on Jansen. And Haberthy wants to go talk to one of the officials, and the foul called on Chloe Jansen with 7.44 remaining, that will be her second. And that's the first against the Lions, so a common foul. Franklin will put the ball in play near the timeline, and they do to Gates. Gates with the left-hand dribble on the left sideline to Yant. Back out front. Ballard for the long three, hit the side iron, no good. The rebound will go out of bounds, and it will return to Mount St. Joseph as now Jansen will have to chase it down clear into the corner underneath the bleachers. 7.34 remaining to go, in the third quarter to play from the Harrington Center after this a couple of volleyball games, so stop on out to the Harrington Center, Manchester in town Jansen brings it across, they'll get underway at 4-6 and tonight, with a Jansen top of the circle, looking looking, goes right hand side to Fair Harris down into the right corner to McCool, she'll drive in against Cross, get it off to Dalton left wing, back to Dalton, Dalton with it, to the left of the circle, and they're going to say Dalton palm the basketball Turnover gives it back to Franklin, 6th of the afternoon. Haley Scott in. Carly Dalton will leave. 48-37. 7-13 to go in this third quarter. Lions in that 2-3. They play it all the time with it on the left-hand side. Is Yant. Dumps a pass underneath the cross. laid it up and in. Cross has got 8. And Franklin... Has cut it now to single digits for the first time since the first quarter. They are down 48-39. Coming the other way is Hat Jansen. Tried to get a backdoor pass to Harris, and it's intercepted by Franklin. Up the floor, Gates. Gates into the right-hand side. It goes to Ballard. Ballard, top of the key, cross, drives the lane, dumps it off on the left-hand side to Ballard, lit it up, and it's in, and it's fouled. That's Jessica Nix with the and the foul is going to be called on Cameron McCool. That is her second and the team's second. And going line right will be Jessica Nix. She's got four in the ballgame. Now crosses is out. CeCe Bailey in. We told you that Hagenjaws had to be happy with that second quarter to cut the lead in half. And now that's what they want to do, and they've already done it here in the second half of action. Nix. Has got five in the ball game on one of one from the strike. And it's 48-42. Mount with a six-point lead. With it McCool. Bounce pass goes to Jansen. laid it up and in. Jansen with nine. And it's 50-42. Mount again by eight. The other way, Ballard. Ballard right sideline to Nix. Top of the key. Nix reaching in and a foul is going to be called on Matty Haberthy. Reaching in trying to tie up. Mixed with the ball. That is the second on Maddie. Dalton and Aaliyah Huff are into the ballgame. Haley Scott will check out. So will Cameron McCool. Now also Shelby Turner will come into the ballgame for the Lions. And getting a breather is Fair Harris. 6-13 remaining. 50-42. Lions with an 8-point lead. Inbounds. Nix goes to Gates. Sideline right. Back to Nix. Right of the circle. She'll drive right elbow. dump it off underneath the Bailey. Laid it up and in. Nice high-low action by Franklin. And they have cut it to six again. 5.59 to go. Timeout. The Mount. 5.59 to go in the third quarter. Your score. Mount St. Joseph 50 The Grizz 44 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students. Like when you need a textbook, students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options, free online shipping to Textbook Delivery Hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residents. The Roar store in the Harrington Center.
2: The School of Health Sciences at Mount St. Joseph University is a proven leader in healthcare education. The Mount offers bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in nursing, including a blended online RN to BSN program and the innovative MSN Magellan program. For nearly 100 years, Mount St. Joseph University has produced outstanding healthcare professionals. Learn more at msj.edu/slash healthsciences.
0: Well, Mount St. Joseph will have two timeouts remaining in this ballgame, while Franklin has got three. 5.59 to go in the third. And it's a six-point Mount St. Joseph lead at 50-44. to 44. Over in Franklin in the men's game, it's 49-45, 12 minutes to go. Franklin with a four-point lead. Shelby Turner will put it in play on the back baseline. Some token pressure put on by Gates, and the Lions will inbound it to Jansen. She'll bring it across. Jansen into the front court with the basketball behind the back turbo, left of the circle, gets it over to Haberthy. Haberthy with it now between the circles. Bounce pass goes to Aaliyah Huff and reaching in is CC Bailey for the foul. That is her first. And the third. Well, check out that is the first against Franklin as a team. Jansen will put it on play right of her own bucket underneath. And she'll inbound it out front to Carly Dalton. Dalton with it on the right side hands it off to Jansen. Jansen double team gets it on the handoff to Haberthy around the right side around a pick by Huff. Backs it outside at the right wing outside the arc. Tried to feed it underneath the Huff. Huff got it and a foul coming in on the weak side to commit the foul is Torrance on Bailey Torrance. That will be her second. Man, the second against Franklin as a team. So Dalton will put it in play. Dalton inbounds the basketball to Maddie Haberthy, right baseline. Haberthy guarded by Ballard, brings it out between the circles. Maddie with the basketball, bounce past to Huff, she'll take it to the lane, put it up, won't go, but a foul is called on CeCe Bailey. And that will immediately be her second personal. Anna Leah Huff will go line left. Huff with two points in the ballgame. Her first trip to the stripe, she's shooting two with 5.22 remaining in the third. And she puts that one up and in. Huff now with three in the ballgame. And it's 51-44. Lions on top of it. Huff the second one, put that one up, hit the back iron no. Rebound chased out long, and it comes into the hands of Gates. Gates will get it into the front court. On the right-hand side, it goes two Torrance down into the right corner ballard ballard brings it back out front gates has it over to ballard in the right corner looking down low for bailey but can't get it to her out to gates on the left hand side Torrance at the left elbow 14-footer got it boy she brings in some explosive offense from off the bench Torrance with 17 and it's 51-46 i think she'd be starting for just about any other team in the conference with it is Haberthy, right of the lane, Huff. Huff spins to her left, put it up with the right hand. No, and a foul is called on Bailey. And Bailey comes away from that, disincredulous. Bailey picking up her third personal. And we've got the media timeout coming now. 4.45 left to go. In the third quarter of play from the Harrington Center, your score, Mount St. Joseph... 51 the grizz 46 on ultimate dot com. life should be enjoyed so get up and start at iron sharpens iron personal training they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive encouraging environment to train the staff at iron sharpens iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone and your first session is free are you ready to have fun and get in shape iron sharpens iron serves the greater cincinnati area check them out at isi-pt.com, that's isi-pt.com, or call them today at 513-748-1538.
3: At Mount St. Joseph University, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. With one teacher for every 11 students, our world-class professors and career counselors will ensure that you not only graduate, but get placed in the career you dreamed of. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates and 100% of our graduate students are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions.
0: Well, the Lions scored 33 points in the first quarter, 11 in the second, and they've got seven here in the third. And Huff goes line left, shooting two shots, and she got that one. She's got four. Two of three from the strike. Franklin, 12 points in the first, 19 in the second, and 15 here in the third. As Huff misses the second, and the rebound pulled down by Torrance. Gets it off the gates. Around a pick. Set by Nix on the left baseline. Now back out to Nix for the long three. Torrance, excuse me, for the long three. No good. And the rebound, Carly Dalton. Boy, Fair Harris really got leveled on that pick. Up the floor to Shelby Turner with the right-hand dribble. Turner back out to Harris, left wing near the hash mark. Off the Turner, left corner. Turner, one dribble, back out to Harris. Looking down low, Harris is going to drive the lane. She'll throw up the layup. No good. Huff got the rebound, bounced it off her foot, and right into the hands of Gates. Up the floor, it goes to Ballard. Ballard brings it up left wing. She was going to shoot the left wing three. No good. The rebound kicked around, comes into the hands of Harris. Fair Harris will bring it up the right side. Over to Jansen. Jansen almost walked with it. Cross court pass to Turner. Turner didn't take the shot. Now out between the circles to Julia Fair Harris. Left of the lane, Huff got it knocked free. Taken off the floor by Torrance, up ahead to Nix. Nix all the way to the hole, laid it up and in. Nix with seven, and it's 52-48. Boy, this one's shaping up to be a burn burner heading down the stretch. Bring it across. Is Jansen? Jansen dumps it off right side to Huff. Now back out front to Dalton. Dalton right wing, down to the right baseline, all alone. Laid it up, hit the bottom of the rim, but a foul will be called. As Jansen, or excuse me, Dalton hit the floor. And the foul called against CC Bailey. That is her third. I believe they called it on Bailey. No, they called that on Nix. I was going to say, they didn't call that on Bailey because Bailey's on the bench. So Nix picks up the foul. That is her third. And that is five against Franklin as a team. So going line left will be Carly Dalton. Dalton with five in the ball game. She puts that one up on the front iron and fell off. No good. She has got the same ritual. Seven dribbles. Spins it up in the air and then flips it up, catches it and then puts it up. And that one is good. So Dalton has got six in the ball game. Boy, Fair Harris was playing a game with Cross down on the blocks. I don't think Cross knew exactly what Fair Harris was going to do on that free throw. With it, Torrance gets it back out front to Friesie, who's now into the ball game. Bounced a pass underneath the Cross, went right through her hands and out of bounds. They're going to say it was off the Lions. So Franklin keeps possession of the basketball. 3-11 to go in the third. 16 on the shot clock. Friesie will put the ball in play. Freezy looks things over, gets it off to Cross, right of the circle, back to Freezy right wing. Top side to Libby Baker, who's back into the contest. Picks up the dribble, now to Freezy, Freezy drives right of the lane, pops it from seven, no good off the back iron, and the rebound taken down by Jansen. Jansen will bring it the other way to the right-hand dribble, to the line, to the lane, right side, laid it up too hard, and the rebound into the hands of Destiny Cross, and Cross rips it out of the hands of Jansen. She'll get it up the floor to back. To Torrance and then Torrance is fouled on the play by Jansen I believe and it will be on Jansen that will be her third so she may have to be careful you don't want to pick up that fourth foul heading into the fourth quarter 2.45 remaining it's 53-48 Lions inbounds pass made to Torrance, picks up the dribble now gets a pass out front To Ballard, back to Torrance, looking down low. Torrance down to the right baseline. Spins, reverse layup. Blocked out of the air by Huff. Pulled down by McCool. Picked down, Mike Jansen. Up the floor, Haberthy. Haberthy left wing. Now gets it back out to Torrance, Um, underneath pass. It goes to Huff. Right hand hook shot, no good, too hard. Rebound back out front, comes to Harris. Right corner, into the corner, and it goes to Haberthy. Dumps it off underneath to Huff, and reaching over the top is Destiny Cross to pick up the foul. And Cross comes away, holding her left finger. She may have jammed her finger on the basketball, knocking that one away. That is Cross's first foul of the ballgame. And going line left again is Huff. She has split her four free throws here this afternoon. And she does the same thing that she has done the first three times. Hit the front end, then missed the second one. 54-48 Lions, six-point lead. Second one by Huff. Let's see if she can break that streak. Line left. Eyes it. Shoots it. Got it. That's <laughs> six in the ballgame for Huff. She'll lead. She is still trying to get her stamina up heading into tournament play. Carly Dalton's back into the ball game for the Lions. Full court pressure now. 2-2-1 put on by the Lions. Baker bringing it up. Left-hand dribble. Gets it back over to Friji into the front court to Destiny Cross. Cross right wing, down to the right blocks, to the baseline, out in the corner, and back out front, it goes to Frege. Cross court pass onto the left-hand side to Torrance for three, no good. Rebound taken down by Cross. She didn't even dribble the basketball, they're going to call a foul. Holy cow, she went from one side of the lane to the other without a dribble, and no, fu- no traveling violation, but the foul called against the Lions. And that is going to be on Jalea Fair-Harris. And that is her third personal. Interesting non-call there. She went from one side of the lane to the other with no dribble. You could be Shaq and not do that. And Cross put it up and in. Cross with nine. I'd have said to Kemi Muntumbo, but most of the people up here wouldn't know who he is. Second one, good again by Cross. 55-50, Franklin has cut it to five again. A minute 55 to go in this third quarter. With it is Jansen. Jansen hands it off to Jalea Fair-Harris. Harris with the right-hand dribble. Harris around a pick by McCool. Bounce pass on the back door to Haberthy. Got it. Gets it back out to Harris. Harris down to Haberthy. Right corner for the three. Missed it. Rebound comes out long. Cross chased it down near the top of the key. Clears it off to Baker. Baker will bring it in. They can cut it to three, maybe two. On the right side, Frege trying to cut it to two. Three-pointer, no good. Rebound to Leah Fair-Harris. She'll bring it the other way. It's four on three. Hooks a pass to Haberthy, right corner. Now right of the lane to McCool. Back to Haberthy, right baseline for the three. Around the rim won't go. And the rebound taken down by Torrance. Torrance hounded by Haberthy. Haberthy's got to be careful. Gets the ball up to Baker. Baker a minute five to go in the third quarter. Pass over to Torrance, right of the circle. Now back out on the right side. Pregi back to Torres, driving the lane, laid it up, no, and a foul called to McCool. On Cam, that's her third, with a minute one remaining. Haley Scott in, Jalea Fair-Harris leaves. Harris has got three fouls, Jansen three fouls, McCool three fouls, Huff with two, Haberthy with two, Line right, Torrance rattles it in. Torrance has got 18 in the ballgame on 6 of 7 from the stripe. Second one by Torrance. That one hits the back iron, bounces high. Cross went over the top of McCool. Got the ball knocked free. After Cross and grabbed the rebound, McCool got it back. Gets it off to Jansen. Jansen behind the back dribble. To the top of the key, to the line, to the lane, spins into the lane. Got it to go. Jansen's got 11, 57-51 Lions, 43 seconds to go Left baseline and a foul is called I believe reaching in is going to be called on Haley Scott Ah. So Scott picks up her first personal And going line right Is Jocelyn Duncan And Duncan puts it up and in Duncan with her first free throw of the afternoon. Shooting 75% from the stripe. Eyes the second one, put it up, no good. And the rebound taken down by Cam McCool. 38 seconds to go in this third quarter, so the Lions will have to put a shot up. With it is Jansen across the timeline, guarded by Baker. Jansen with the right-hand dribble, bounce past to McCool. Kicks it off into the left corner to Haberty for the three. Got it to go! Abertheid with 15, her first three of the afternoon, 60-52 and over the head and out of bounds. No touch, it'll go back to the Lions. Turnover called against Franklin. That's their 17th of the ball game. Jansen. Now the Lions can hold it for the last shot. Ten seconds to go in the third quarter. Jansen. Right wing. Jansen. Sideline right. Six seconds to go. Jansen. Drives the lane. Throws it out into the left side to Scott for the three. Short-armed it. No good. And the rebound is taken down by Franklin. And that will be the end of the third quarter of play. We're going into the fourth, and this one has turned out to be a good one. Your score. Mount St. Joseph, 60. The Grizz, 52 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a Great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Dal High Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10.
1: Looking for future leaders we can believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It includes learning to listen, accepting responsibility, being a good role model, and it's about respect. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
0: Dave Mitchell back here at the Harrington Center. The Lions will have the basketball to open up the fourth and final quarter of play. They lead it by 8, 60 to 52. And it's a 67-63 lead by Franklin. 301 to go in the ball game and Franklin over the Lions. Lions have it. To Open up the fourth and final quarter of play. Jansen with the basketball. Duncan's on the floor with Haberthy, Huff, and Scott. Jansen gets a pass over to Scott, right wing. Dumps it off underneath to Huff, and it went out of bounds off of Jessica Nix as she knocked the pass away. 14 on the shot clock, 9.43 on the game clock. Jansen will put it in play right of her own bucket underneath on the baseline. Jansen looking for a pick, can't find one. Now gets it back out front to Scott. Ball knocked free, stolen away by Nix. Got the ball knocked free, but then that's taken away by Ballard. Ballard, 16 footer left of the lane, got it. Ballard with twelve in the ball game and it's a six point lion lead again into the front court comes Haberthy. Lions have had trouble shooting the basketball in the fourth quarter let's see if that could change But that one not a good shot by Huff hit the bottom of the backboard and the rebound taken down by Bailey the other way comes Nix Nix got the ball knocked free but picks it back up and gets it out to Gates Gates with twenty on the shot clock dribbles on the left-hand side goes to Nix top of the key to Ballard for the three got it as she's heating up. She's got three threes, 15 in the ball game, and it's a three-point mount lead. They are going to need to shoot the basketball well in this fourth quarter. On the right side, Haberthy. Gets it off sideline right to Haley Scott. Bounce pass, Haberthy. Haberthy with 15 on the clock. Haberthy, one dribble. On the right side, Scott for the long three by Haley. Hit the back iron, no. Rebound, Huff got the rebound and knocked that out of bounds, but a foul is going to be called. On Franklin, and that will be against the Ants. Cassidy Ant with her second personal foul. 8:38 remaining in the ball game. 67-66 Franklin, a one-point lead in the men's game with a minute 26 to go. With it is Haberthy. Down into the left corner to Dalton. Dalton dribbles up to the wing. Bounce pass underneath the Huff, laid it up too hard. Rebound, Huff knocked it out front, comes to McCool. Gets it off to Matty Haberthy. Haberthy will drive the lane. Kick it off to Huff, left elbow. Top of the key, McCool, pump fake, drives right of the lane. Now off to Jansen. Right corner, three, got it! Jansen with 14 in the ball game. It's 63-57, 8.05 to go. With it on the left-hand side, Yant gets it off to Nix. Nix now dribbles up, cross-court pass to the right side to Gates, right corner to Yant for the three, hit the front iron, no. Rebound Bailey, Bailey one dribble, and a traveling violation called against Bailey. And the official goes over and says something to Hagenjoss about it. That's the third traveling violation called against Bailey, and they've been touch and go as it is. With it is Haberthy gets it off to Huff. Huff, top of the key. She's going to shoot it. Foul on the play on Bailey. Bailey came out. That's a shot that Huff normally doesn't take. And Bailey didn't read the scouting report evidently because she came right out and challenged it. Now Bailey's going to leave and crosses back in. That's four fouls on Bailey. 55 seconds to go in the men's game. Here it's 63-57, 741 to go in this one. Huff, line left, shoots it. In and out of, back in again. Huff has got seven. Makes it 64-57. Lions are going to have to hit their free throws. Second one by Huff, good again. Huff with eight in the ball game off the bench. 65-57 and eight point Lions lead. Full court pressure into the front court. Nick sideline left. Cross court pass to Ballard for the long three. Got it. She is heating up. She's got 18. She's hit her last three shots in a row and it's 65-60. Into the front court is Haberthy. Top of the key. Haberthy looks left, goes over to Dalton sideline left. Dalton. Lost her dribble, I believe, and now gets it back out to Haberthy. Haberthy with it, top of the circle. Haberthy hands it off to Jansen. Ten on the shot clock. Jansen around on a pick. Back to Huff, stolen away by Gates. They read that coming perfectly. Up the floor, it goes to Ballard. In against Huff. Scott, put it up, and a foul is going to be called on McCool. Dan Benjamin screaming, no way. And it's interesting that the underneath official who had the better advantage of it let that play go, and the outside official called the foul. So the foul called on McCool. That is her fourth. Now Jalea Fair-Harris will come in. So the Lions are going to give up height for ball handling. 6.58 to go. Lions men have taken the lead 71-69, a half a minute to go in that one. With it line right, eyeing it is Ballard, shoots it, got it I don't think she's missed a shot in this fourth quarter she's got 19 in the ball game Ballard makes it a 65-61 game just under 7 minutes left second one by Ballard is up and that one's good again she has got 20 and Harris will bring it into the front court Harris gets it over on the left sideline to Haberthy. now back to Harris looking underneath Harris with it, top of the circle, on the right side to Duncan, now back over to Dalton, excuse me, now over to Harris, bounce pass, Huff into the right corner, Jansen, Jansen dribbles, 15-footer, right side, got it. Jansen's got 16, 67-62 Lions into the front court, Franklin gets it off to Knicks, Knicks sideline left, goes to Torrance and a foul is going to be called on Jansen. She was standing there so long you could have built a condominium around her. And they call a block for whatever reason. I'd love to see that one on replay. I mean, there would have been weeds growing around her for as long as she stood there, but they called the block on her, and the foul sends Torrance to the line, and she drills it. She's got 19 in the ball game, and that makes it a 67-63 Mount lead, 6.25 remaining. Second one, by Torrance, good again. She has 20, matching Ballard for the team lead in scoring with 20. Cross has got 10. 67-64. Haberthy inbounds to Harris, back to Haberthy, and Maddie will bring it across. Maddie into the front court with 6.20 remaining. Bounce pass goes to Huff, stolen by Cross. Cross ahead of the pack, takes it all the way to the hole. Blocked from behind by Haberthy, stripped it away. And it goes out of bounds, but back to Franklin on a good hustle play by Haberthy. 6-11 left to go in the ballgame. 67-64, Franklin. Down by three with the basketball, and they inbound it out front. And it goes... Two Knicks, back over to Gates, right wing, three, no, missed everything. Rebound chased down by Torrance on the baseline. Torrance into the lane, stops, ball stripped away, Torrance got it back. Out to Knicks, left wing for three, no, rebound taken down by Carly Dalton. Dalton with the rebound, into the front court. Comes Haberthy. top of the key, to the top of the lane, right of the lane, all the way to the hole, laid it up, got it, and she's fouled. Maddie with 17, she'll go to the line, looking for 18. Foul on Torrance, that's her third. A second to go in Franklin. The men lead it 73-69 over the Grizz. First one by Haberthy, no good off the iron. And the rebound is taken down by Nix. Nix... Gets it off the Gates into the front court. Lions by five. Double team. Gates got it knocked free. Out of bounds. And it'll go back to Franklin. 20 on the shot clock. 5.37 on the game clock. Friese back into the ball game. And Ballard will leave. Well, I don't think I'd take Ballard off the floor for any reason right now. With it. Gates gets it off to Friese. Sideline left. Frisier, left of the lane to Torrance, down to Gates in the left corner, top of the key Knicks, Knicks down underneath, it goes to Freezer. reverse layup, missed everything, rebound knocked around, and a foul is called, wow, on Dalton, well the official says she hit her on the arm. Plays like that, you wish you had the replay right here in front of you. Going line right, Torrance, put it up and in. Torrance with 21 makes it a four point lead, 69 65. By the way, that's the first foul on Dalton, and Torrance rattles it home. She's got 22 in the ball game. And the full pressure, Nick stole the inbounds pass. Inbounds to Torrance. Torrance gets it over to Cross. She's going to shoot the three to tie. No good. And the rebound taken down by Haberthy. It's a three on two. Haberthy drives right side. Gets it off to Turner for the three. No off the back iron. Rebound tapped out front. Comes into the hands of Carly Dalton for the Lions. Now they'll reset the offense. We're under five minutes to go in the ballgame. Lions have won the men's game, by the way, 75-72. To get their second win of the year. Haberthy, baseline left to Carly Dalton for the three. No good. Shelby Turner got the rebound. And a tie ball is going to be called. And Franklin will get the basketball back. And now will come a timeout taken by... The Lions. So the Lions will use a timeout. That will leave them with one left. 4.41 remaining to go in the ballgame. Your score from the Harrington Center, Mount St. Joseph 69. The Grizz 66 on ultimatesportstalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore. It's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University.
3: At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to provide a robust student experience. With small class sizes, over 22 different NCAA Division III men's and women's athletic teams, an esports team, a vibrant arts and theater program, and dozens of student clubs and campus activities, you'll be sure to find your place at the Mount. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount. Visit our website at msj.edu/admissions.
0: 4:41 left to go in the ball game. It is a 69-66 Lions lead. Brady Thomas with 33 points this afternoon, and the Lions win it on the men's game, 75-72. With it on the right side as we regain action here is Frije. Goes out to cross. Four and a half remaining to go in the ball game. gets it down baseline left to Nix. Now back out front, Frije with it. Down to Nix in the left corner. Nix is going to drive the baseline, get a pass hooked inside. Picked off the floor by Frije, laid it up and in. Breezy gets the layup. She's got her first two, and it's a one-point ball game. at 69-68. With it, Harris goes off the huff into the left corner. Dalton for the three left corner. Got it! Dalton's got nine. Every time the Lions have needed an answer, they've found it. 72-68 on the right-hand side. Nix underneath the cross. One dribble. Back out to Nix. Nix right side to the right of the lane. Gets it back outside to... To Gates went right through her hands and into the jaw of the official and out of bounds. The turnover gives it back to the Lions. 345 left to go. 19 turnovers in the ballgame compared to 12 for the Lions. Aberthy right of the lane to Huff. Hands it off to Maddie. Maddie right side bodied up by Nix. No call. Aberthy with it, right side Shelby Turner, getting a lot of playing time. Down low to Huff, one dribble against Cross, put it up, hung on the iron and fell. Aaliyah Huff with 10, 74-68 on the right side. Nicks. cross court pass to Frege, up the floor Torrance, left hand shot, crawled off the iron, no good, out of bounds, back to the mound. And it's going to be a foul called on Cross underneath. Not just out of bounds, a foul called on Destiny Cross. That'll be her second. And that's the fourth against the Grizzlies of the team. So the Lions will be at the line for the rest of the game. Yant is back in. Nix has to leave. Looks like she got need in her hip. And she's struggling getting off the floor. 74-68, 310 to go. Harris will bring it across the timeline into the front court with a right hand dribble. Dribbles right side of the front court, hands it off to Shelby Turner. Turner with the basketball, bounce pass to Huff. Huff hands it off to Harris. Harris with it all the way to the hole, stops, gets it back out to Huff, pump fate, down into the right corner to Dalton. Dalton drives inside the lane, lost the handle, and a traveling violation called. I was just wondering where Chloe Jansen had gone, and now she checks back into the ball game. And Shelby Turner, boy, gave a lot of minutes in this fourth quarter so Jansen could be fresh coming back in. 74-68 mount into the front court. Gates gets it off to Torrance. Now on the right-hand side, Torrance with it, looking underneath. Dribbles down to the right side. Double team. Back outside. Knocked away by Hammers. He sailed. Stole the ball. Gets it into Harris. Harris, three-on-two. Ahead of the back. Bounce pass to Huff later to put it in. Great decision making by Fair Harris. And the Lions have an eight-point lead again at 76-68. 210 to go in the ballgame. On the right side. Torrance with the basketball. Picks up the dribble. Torrance hooks a pass. To Ballard, got the ball knocked free. Now Ballard gets it back out yet. Yeah, down to Ballard, underneath to, to Cross, and an offensive foul going right over the top of Aaliyah Huff. Cross picking up the offensive foul. That is her third. Lions, 2-0-2 left to go. Trying to win their fourth and five. Haberthy will bring it across. Haberthy into the front court with a right hand dribble. Stops. Gets the sideline right to Jansen. Cross court to Carly Dalton. Three pointer left wing by Carly. Good!
2: Dalton
0: with 12 in the ball game. 79-68. Gates on the left sideline. It goes to Ballard. Now back to Torrance between the circles. A minute and a half to go in the ball game. Gates with it right side. Gates looking, looking. Gets a pass. Intercepted by Haberthy. Haberthy will bring it up on the run. Bounce pass to Jansen. Right corner. She disdains the shot. Drives into the lane. Now to Huff. 17-footer. No, short. And the rebound. Take it down by Yant. Yant will get it off to Gates and she'll bring it across with a minute 10 to go in the ballgame. Lions lead it by 11. Coming the other way. Torrance and a blocking foul is going to be called and Torrance will go to the line. Foul is called on Aaliyah Huff. That will be her third. What a game this thing has been. Back and forth since the first quarter. Lions had a 33-12 lead at the end of the first quarter. And Franklin has spent the rest of the game trying to catch back up. And the closest they've been able to get is three. 107 to go. 79-68 mount. Torrance shoots it and got it. She has got 23 in the ballgame and she's hit her last five free throws in a row. She's 11 of 13 from the line for 10 rebounds today and the second one good again. She's got 24. Timeout taken by Franklin. 107 left in the ballgame. Your score. Mount 79, the Grizz 70 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Struggling businesses are the norm right now. Existing businesses and startups are all in disarray. This is something none of us have been through before. So where do you turn to in times of trouble? Go home to Mom & Pop's business funding. Mom & Pop's can help your business with a quick decision and a loan in four to five business days. With a one-page app and 6 months bank statements, they'll fund your account up to $1 million with easy payback terms. And if you have a messy credit card advance, Mom & Pops can help with that, too. Mom & Pops Business Funding. Get your money tomorrow by calling 513-970-5531.
3: At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions.
0: 107 to go in this one from the Harrington Center. It has been an extremely good basketball game here this afternoon. Franklin comes out. Nix is on the floor. So is Yant. CeCe Bailey into the ballgame now for Cross. Ballard and Gates. And Franklin going to try to foul. They go 2-2-1, full court pressure. Lions inbound the basketball to Haberthy. Haberthy got a pass knocked free and out of bounds, and it will stay with the mount. Dana Hagenjoss wants the officials to confer, and they do, and it's going to stay with the mount. Jansen will put it in play in front of the scorers' table in midcourt. Inbounds it in the backcourt to Fair Harris. Harris picks up the dribble, and a foul is called by the official in the backcourt, and Harris will go to the line. And the foul is called on Nix, and that will be her fourth. Both teams are over the limit in fouls. 59.3 seconds to go. It's a nine-point mount lead. Julio Fair-Harris, nine points, scoreless here in the second half. Goes line left, shooting two. Put it up, and it's on the rim and hung off, no good. Well, we talked to Dan Benjamin before the bowling game about shooting in the fourth quarter, and the Lions have done that here today. Seven of 13 for 54%. Second one by Harris, no good, but Matty Haverthy swoops in and gets the rebound. Out front to Jansen. Jansen is just going to hold it. And Franklin is going to let her hold it out there. And now Jansen drives into the lane. Kicks it off to Huff. Three-pointer left corner. Got it! Huff, who never shoots a three, did it that time. And the Lions lead it by 12 at 82-70. Franklin will have the basketball. They threw it away, but knocked free by Haberthy. They've got it back. They get it off to Gates. Gates now to Ballard for the long three. No good. Rebound comes out long into the hands of Harris. A half a minute to go. Lions are going to win it. With it is Harris. Into the corner. Bounce pass to Huff on the baseline. She lost it out of bounds. 23.2 to go. 82-70. The Grizz. Boy, what a game by Aaliyah Huff here this afternoon. 20 seconds to go in the ball game. Gates the other way. Gates gets it off to Ballard. Left baseline for two. No good. Rebound Jansen. Jansen dribbles it out of a crowd. 10 seconds to go. This ball game is over. The Lions will win their fourth of their last five and they'll up their mark to four and two on the season. Your final score here today. The Mount St. Joseph Lions, 82. Franklin, 70. We'll be back to wrap things up and have post-game interviews after these timeouts. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10.
1: Think of the NCAA as a spirit squad, cheering for student-athletes at every big event and every small one. We'd be there in the classroom. At graduation... At their first job interview. Okay, so don't think of us as a spirit squad. Think of us as a mascot. Well, just know we're always there for student-athletes.
0: Well, the Lions win it here this afternoon, and if I can get my choice of who to interview at the end of this game as player of the game, it would be a Leah Aaliyah Huff, what an outstanding performance here this afternoon for the Lions. She did not lead the team in scoring, but she was the second leading scorer in a game where the Lions had four players in double figures, and Jalea Fair-Harris could have been the fifth, but she ended up with nine points in the ballgame. The Lions record now 4-2. and two on the season. Outstanding performance here by the Lions. They could have given this game up at the end of the first quarter when they were up by a score of 33-12, to but Franklin came back, outscored the Lions by 8 in that second quarter to trail at the half, 44-31. We said at halftime, Dana Hagenjoss, the head coach of Franklin, had to be happy where Her team was after that blistering first quarter of shooting by the Lions where they shot 55% from the field. And then Franklin... Cut into the lead a little bit more. They were down by only eight heading into the fourth quarter, 60 to 52. They cut it down to three at one point, 69 to 66. But the Lions then started shooting the basketball better in the fourth quarter. Matter of fact, in that fourth quarter of play, they shot at a 57% clip. So they shot from the field in the first quarter, 55%, and in the fourth quarter, 57%. So they began and ended the ball game on a high note here this afternoon winning it by the final of 82 to 70 just an outstanding performance by the lions here as they split the pair of games against franklin and head into the final weekend of the season against defiance with a record of four and two on the year and winners of four of their last five ball games individually let's take a look at the scoring for the lions here this afternoon the Lions were led by Maddie Haberthy. She had 17 points in the ball game on 6 of 13 from the field, 1 of 6 from 3 point range, 4 of 5 from the line. Maddie had 4 rebounds and assists, 6 steals in the ball game, and 2 personal fouls in 38 minutes of play. Aaliyah Huff. Here's an interesting stat on Aaliyah Huff that you probably won't realize. She had only 1 rebound in the ball game, but she had 15 points, 4 of 9 from the field, 1 of 1 from 3-point range, and she was 6 of 8 from the charity stripe. And the Lions end up winning it here this afternoon. As Beside us now is head coach Dan Benjamin and Bear. I not going to complain, but at the beginning of the game, we talked a little bit about fourth quarter shooting, and I think you kind of cleared up that problem, shooting 57% from the field in the fourth quarter. Congratulations.
1: Thank you,
4: Dave. We actually shot well three out of four quarters. Yep. Got a little crazy in the second quarter. I let them run a little bit more, but then when we had our timeout, I told them, hey, feel that. Feel that. I can't keep calling timeouts to calm you down. Feel that, and they did. We had good senior leadership today.
0: I thought... There in the fourth quarter of play, Shelby Turner came in. I want to talk about her. I want to talk about Aaliyah Huff. But Shelby Turner gave you several minutes of good basketball on the floor that you could give Jansen a good breather.
4: Exactly. And and we talked to our freshmen about that. It's not how many minutes you play. It's what kind of quality you give us. I told the other two freshmen, Ellie and Ella, they only played a couple minutes in that first half. But those two minutes meant a lot for our girls to get breathers. So down the stretch, we're fine. Uh, we, we played a heck of a game. I mean, we shot really well. We shot, what, 38% for the game? Yep. They, or 43%. 43. They shot 38%. you are going to win games when you shoot 43. Aliyah Huff hitting a three at the end. We practice this, and I have preached to her all year. Don't be afraid to shoot that because you got a beautiful shot. And you know what? When she hit that, the biggest smile I've ever seen on that girl's face. Good <laughs> for her. And I just kept telling her, hugging and in I told you to believe. Yep. And she did.
0: She never shoots a three, Aaliyah Huff. And today she did. And like you said, it went in. But, boy, I'll tell you one thing. She played well. Only one rebound today for Aaliyah. But she played a great floor game, I thought, today.
4: I thought she she kept composure. She got a couple fouls caught on her. Obviously, I'm going to disagree with them. That's what we do as coaches. But never. you know what? She kept her composure. Uh, Maddie kept her composure. And getting a big rebound off a free throw miss yes. um, and we talk about that we work on that strategy in the game how to get open when you're not a big how to get open underneath on the free throw and Maddie did a great job um, the overall great team effort I mean we came out like gangbusters and I think that hurt them a little bit they fought they're a good team you and I talked about that Dave prior to this game that's a that's a top three team in our conference mm-hmm. and we were able to split with them and I'll take that uh, if we can just keep this program going in the right direction with the quality girls we got, our chemistry is off the charts right now. It then. is.
0: It is. That's one thing I wanted to ask you. This is a team that they have just meshed together.
4: Yes, and that's them buying and believing on each other. You know, uh, Like I said, it's hard to get kids to understand when you come from a program where you're playing all these minutes to come to college and you only play two, three, four, five, six minutes. But they bought in. Their attitudes were really great today. And uh, it was amazing. It was amazing to see them play and grow as a team.
0: One other person I want to ask you about across the way, number 33, the MVP. In that first quarter, Haley Scott was outstanding.
4: Yeah, she played really well. Um, she's coming back from being uh, in protocol. We played her Thursday night. She wasn't quite into the game. and Today she was into the game early. And then in the second half, she kind of got a little out of control on the defense. And so we pulled her out and talked to her, hey, this is what you got to do. You got to bump a little quicker and know who's the shooter and who's not. And She, she did all right. She's going to get better. Haley's a, a great kid to have in our program.
0: Big win today. Good he for is. you. Thank you, Dave. All right. Thanks, Bear. Appreciate Good to see you again. The Lions win it here this afternoon by the final. Let's talk to Chloe. Let's get Chloe right up here. Chloe Jansen, point guard of this team. Chloe, talk to Dan a little bit earlier just about this and he, I thought Shelby Turner in this ball game gave you some quality time on the bench so you could come into that fourth quarter fresh. Talk a little bit before we get into your game of just what Shelby brought to the floor here tonight. Um,
2: Shelby's a freshman so she knew what her role was to give the point guard some breathers and she's an awesome shooter so that also makes a threat for the defense whoever we play. Um, she did give us quality minutes not just me but Maddie and Jay as well so I feel like she's finally stepping into that role. Obviously as a freshman you're going to be a little nervous coming into a team like this so she's learning here and there she's picking up very well in practice so whenever she can knock down those and give us even quality time on defense she's willing to do the little things for us So which is awesome
0: to you out on the floor what was the difference today between today and thursday night
2: um, obviously our defense, I feel like we picked that up as soon as we came out of the gate the first quarter. We fixed what we had to fix yesterday and we came back willing to talk, have our hands up and we passed the ball very well. We were very, I feel like today we weren't as selfish as we were Thursday because I feel like we we're on the roll of winning and winning and we we're like, oh, we got this. But today we had kind of a setback and we came back for a major comeback for sure. So yeah. we had a revenge for. for sure.
0: This one, this one was a big win, oh, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it
2: was. It? Yeah.
0: <laughs> when you look at that fourth quarter, you guys have had problems shooting the basketball in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows it. Yeah. What was the difference today?
2: Um... Having that mental status of being, yeah, we're tired, but we have to use our legs and pick each other up. We all weren't having the best game. At least I know I was, not our teammates were there to pick us up. Even on the bench, even if you didn't play, the little things counted that mattered to get into that mental status of being able to just shoot. Coach Bear always says shooters have to shoot and don't hesitate, so that's what we did as a team.
0: You want the ball down the stretch, don't you?
2: Yeah, it puts the pressure on not only me, but my (laughs) defender to get everybody else open shots, so for sure.
0: All right, now you got Defiance next weekend, and then the tournament, you got a big step here.
2: Yeah, we're, really, we're ready for
0: it for sure. All right, All right. Chloe. Thank you. Big game. Thanks. Thank Chloe Jansen joining us here after the ball game. And when we come back, we'll take a look at the rest of the stats in this afternoon's game when we come back after this. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron sharpens iron, serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538.
3: At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions.
0: Well, as you heard uh, Chloe Jansen and Dan Bear Benjamin say, this is a big win for this program here tonight as they win it by a final score of 82-70. Very quickly, we're just going to go over the individual stats, not everything that we normally do so we can get off the air and get ready for the volleyball game here this afternoon. As we said, Maddie Haberthy leading the way for the Lions with 17 points. Aaliyah Huff had 15. Chloe Jansen, 14 in the ball game, along with Carly Dalton. Cam McCool had five. Jalea Fair-Harris, nine points in the ball game. She did an outstanding job here today. And Shelby Turner also had two. Haley Scott, we talked about her in the postgame show. What a great first quarter that she had six points in the ballgame. Leading the way for Franklin, though, they had two players with 20 points. Uh, Torrance had 24. And Ballard, Brittany Ballard, had 20 points in the ballgame. And the rest of them, eight points going to... N- to cross. Lions held her five points underneath her season average. Jessica Nix with seven points in the ball game. CeCe Bailey with six. Freegee had two. Baker had two. And Duncan off the bench one. Lions as a team shot 44% from the field while Franklin shot 38. So the Lions record now four and two overall. Franklin falls to five and four overall. And the Lions will play. Defiance on Friday night. That's our next broadcast game coming up for you at 5:30. The pregame show will begin at 5 o'clock, and then the Lions will go to Defiance next Saturday afternoon. The men also won today over Franklin over in Indiana. They won it by a final score of 75 to 72. Brady Thomas with 33 points in that ball game. Our thanks to Blake Watson, Melanie Wagner, the Sports Information. Director and the athletic director, Blake, all the people that help him out, our camera people and everybody up here, our thanks to them, our thanks to our sponsors this afternoon, but most of all our thanks to you for listening and watching here this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score today. It was Mount St. Joseph, 82, Franklin 70. Until next time, have a good night everybody. <laughs> You've been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. This game has been brought to you by Forex Bulls. Make your dreams come true at 513-970-5531. The Wishbone Tavern on Del High Avenue. Mount St. Joseph University. Iron sharpens iron. Call 513-748-1538 and Mom and Pop's business funding. Call 513-970-5531. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Join us next time for another Mount St. Joseph University broadcast.